I feel like the the ADP kind of falls out the window with some of these guys. I don't know. Oh, it, it definitely does. And by the way, we are live because we were just talking about ADP. So, oh, Dan, yeah. I want, Dan, I wanted so like, to use the new fancy uh, overlay, man. Come on, <laughs> come on. We pay the big money. We got to show uh, nice. Matt, Matty Big Chess's work. You're going to see a lot of his work tonight, boys. Looks real good, JD. Shout out to Matty Big Chest. Um, yes. one of the best graphics guys going. There's the Just new. A, it's, uh, it's beautiful. The new Millie Billies. We appreciate all his work. We already have Hillow in the house in the waiting room. We got the green room in the back. You know, I, I was going to come in with, with this. Uh, guys, welcome to the district. You know how it's done. Tonight is a Millie Billy special event. N normally, we bring in the savages one at a time. They're in their cage. They've got their masters with them. We let them in the studio. Everything is tame. But tonight, Andrew and I this morning got the, got the fishing boat ready. We, we chopped some fish heads. Got the raw fish meats ready, and we headed out into the ocean, and we've dropped the meats into the ocean, and the sharks are festering. The sharks are sharks are around, Andrew. Do you see them? Do you hear them? I feel their presence. The blood in the water to be all after it. Hopefully, they're after each other, though. It'll be it'll be great. I'm looking forward to it tonight. It's gonna be a good time, man. Tonight we've got Dan and Theo joining a bunch of sharps in the hard way. Football guys, FFPC championship draft live tonight. It's going to start in what a time we at? We got uh, two minutes, guys. So, Dan, why don't you give the quick, quick Coles notes on the draft tonight? Pass it to Theo. Give us an idea who's going to be dropping in. And then we'll get this baby started. All right. Yeah. So for, for tonight, this is uh, the uh, football guys players championship. So uh, a half million on the line here in this particular one. And um, we have basically it's a, a managed league. So you're going to you're going to run throughout the season. Uh, top four will get into the playoffs. Uh, the top two will advance into the uh, ch final championship run. Um, standard FFPC scoring, standard FFPC lineup. So we're talking uh, one quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, one tight end two flex, which are not super flex. So just running back wide receiver or tight end and then a kicker and a defense. And uh, yeah, so it's going to, it's going to be a fun, fun draft. Everybody here knows the deal. ADP will be right out the window right away. People are going to go get their guys. So uh, it should be a lot of fun. Who do we got in here, Theo? So uh, we will have a lot of these guys. Um, I'm going to forget some. So Dan, add them in. We will, we will have Abib Agbatoba coming on. Um, we should be having Mark Garcia Hilo coming on. We have Noah Riddell coming on. Um, we have. Oh, I, I see I some. Dave, Dave, just Dave, the green Dave room. Hubbard. Dave Check out Hubbard the green room, Theo, on. right now. The, the, the green Hold room on. is just uh, swarming with sharks right now, Theo. Just yep. look below. You'll see some names. Dan, maybe we could add a couple more. Yeah, Todd, Todd Miller, um, Austin Martin will be there. Um, Darren Armani, Fantasy Mojo, Fantasy Mojo. Uh, oh, yeah. Dwayne yeah, McFarland will not be on our our podcast, but will be in the room. Don't and we have the uh, Don't we have the uh, fifth fifth and uh, first and fifth guys coming on? Uh, yeah, first and fifteen. That's uh, first and fifteen. Thank you. Yeah, I'll be, yeah, yeah. I'll be, I'll be back with Toba. Um, nice. And then just to right now, we're the one oh the one oh one just went off the board. Jonathan Taylor taken by Scoundrel. And 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 uh, JD, I'm sharing the. Uh, the draft board, if you want to pop that up on the screen. 
at, at any time. Can you make it a little uh, bigger, my oh, friend? Yeah. Please, thank you. For for us old folk, I just got my new glasses, but I still can't see that well. You know. Nice. All right, we got Cooper Cup off the board in the two spot. You know, gotta, you know what I got to do? I got to find where Dio so nicely laid out everyone's Twitter handles in the draft order. <laughs> oh, yeah, the I, draft order? What's, what's really frustrating is everyone's making like jokes uh, for their well, team names. Play, play, for, play for Blood is, is Dwayne McFarlane. So Dwayne McFarlane just took Cooper Cup at the 102. Um, and now we have uh, Hilo. Hilo. Mark Garcia took uh, Christian McCaffrey. Darren Armani, Fantasy Mojo, took Justin Jefferson at the four. We love that pick. Dan is at the 108. How many guys in your queue right now, Dan? Um, oh, I don't know. I got about nine guys. but Mark you know. Andrews off the board I'm, in the I'm, five I'm spot. trying to get through the first two rounds on my queue, so we'll see. Yeah, Mark Andrews going early. Love it. So there's, there's your first reach. Todd from PA with the first tight end off the board. Dalvin Cook follows Mr. Davis Mills. Davis Mills is a B-bag Agbatoba. Okay. Mark Andrews at the 105 is interesting. He's one that I was considering at the 110. So I'm not super thrilled about seeing that. But a couple guys are going to fall down to Dan and I that we were maybe not expecting. And Todd took, Todd took uh, I believe Todd took um, Travis Kelsey quite early last year. Or he might have been on another tight end. I know Todd took a tight end last year. So maybe we could ask him about that when he comes on. That's right. Interesting. Uh, Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook was another guy I was considering. Um, Abib took him there at the 106. So this is interesting. Dan's coming up in two. Yep. And then Theo Austin is uh, apparently um, struggling. <laughs> <laughs> right, you see, he's like, yep. Austin Eckler off the board at number seven. Ooh, All right, so we have Dan right on the board right here. The overhyped sleeper. What's he going to do with no All right, well, this is a player I did not expect to be able to draft, so I'm just going to draft him. It's a great pick. Jamar Chase goes off at eight for Dan. Um, Andrew, any way you can magnify that a bit, like put the percentage view up somehow? Oh, yeah. Keep getting it bigger. Keep working Joe, it. Joe Mixon off the board next at back-to-back Cincinnati Bengals. Okay, so I'm, I'm, I'm on the clock right here um, at the 110, um, and I was not expecting to see Travis Kelsey here. Um, I think this is a, a sword I'm, I, I'm willing to fall on. If this anybody was trying to fade the the older tight end Travis Kelsey, this is a tough one though. His max is two hundred one. Just throw that out there. Yep. Yeah, it's not it's not like a it's not like a gift, but I feel like one ten he's he's a pretty good value here. Don't let me talk you out of it, Theo. Yeah, I'm, I'm willing to take Travis Kelsey. I'm going to go with a. I was planning on taking Andrews um at the 110 and i'm going to take you know what i consider a tight end too i'm taking travis kelsey here Toma- the, tomato tomato right that's it travis kelsey nice so two Noah, tight ends no rudell on the clock cd's nuts mr uh, dallas dallas cowboy fan Najee harris We've got six running backs off the board in the first 11, two tight ends and three receivers. Who's on? Who's got the turn Dave, there, Bluffy Rivers? Hubbard. 
Oh, that's Steve Steve Hubbard. Hubbard. All right. Again, thanks to Theo's uh, tweet. It's very helpful. All right. I'm going to refer to you, Andrew. You're the, you're the draft order guy. (laughs) I got the stats and information. That's my job. All right. Beautiful. You got it. You got the uh, intern on that, right? That's right. Nice. All right, guys, thanks for tuning in. We got uh, we got a bunch of people in the house. Make sure you're active in the chat. Wheeler, we always see you. We appreciate you big time. You are correct, my friend. Sativa rocking hard tonight. Devontae Adam and CeeDee Lamb. So on the turn with back-to-back receivers going a little old school and a, a little younger with the with uh, Adams and, and Lamb. What do you think, Dan, with the, uh, the re- receivers now coming off? Diggs goes oh, yeah. off next. Yeah, not a surprise there. And uh, a note from uh, Hilo that he was he was considering Kelsey or McCaffrey at three. So he obviously feels like you got a heck of a steal there, Theo. I mean, I, I love it. Um, I'm I'm happy with the build, and I, I I'm still gonna get a running back that I'm high on. I'm gonna fade the big dog, and I'm gonna go with a Andrew Schellenberg favorite, DeAndre Swift. Nice. So I'll get a little Swifty at the two hundred three. Very fun start, Theo. I like it. Yeah. It lets me kind of go a bunch of different ways. I love what Dave Hubbard did right there uh, at the turn, though, Devontae and, and Lamb. It's, uh, he's gonna, I'm going to miss out on so many wide receivers now. I think he's kind of going to force the board here. Another running back, Barkley, and the nine spot coming the other way. And there's Noah Riddell. Should we bring Noah in after two picks? Yeah, definitely. Bring him on in. Yeah. Noah, how are you, brother? I'm doing well. How are we doing, goats? No, what's going on? Always good. doing great. Always good when you join us, man. For sure. You uh, you excited for the draft tonight or what? Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. Um, wasn't very happy about drawing the 11th pick, but you know, <laughs> would have would have been happy with Kelsey there, but didn't uh, didn't quite fall that way. So I took Najee Harris, the quad god. Nice. Yeah, I feel like your like D- Diggs pick. Yeah, uh, Quadji Harris. <laughs> was your Diggs pick a reaction to CD being off the board? Quadru- quadruple whopper. Um, I mean, I would have considered I would have considered CD there, but I had Diggs ranked higher than CD anyway. Yeah, so uh, it was fine. I mean, I'd have been fine taking CD if I had to, but uh, no, I'm 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 also fine taking Diggs there. I actually had Diggs higher than Najee, but. With the uh, the three receivers that were in that group, Adams, CD, and Stephon Diggs, I would have been happy with any of the three. So I just went ahead and took the running back first, and then let the receivers come back around. Nice, yeah, good game theory there. there. I was going to say Diggs, you ended up drafting him pretty quick. I do like the DeAndre Swift, yeah. Kelsey with Dio. Yeah. yeah, that was. Uh, I was happy to yeah. get him there. What do you guys think of the um, of the big dog? Going where he did in this draft seems like a lot of people are fading uh, Derrick Henry in this room. Yeah, two oh six goes off the board. He he was he was the RB three or four. Uh, for, I think that's a good while. spot for him. I mean, Abib with Aaron Jones. Yeah, I, I think that late that's a good pick. Pairs him up with Dalvin Cook. Todd from P on the board took Mark Andrews in the first in the five spot. Noah, do you let's say you're in this draft, you know a lot of these guys, you know their level. You go into a random football guys. Does your strategy change at all? Uh 
Yeah, a little bit. You know, knowing that Hubbard is next to me, I'll probably draft a little bit differently. You know, I figured he would go receiver, receiver here based on the guys that are there. And uh, that's why I went ahead and took Harris first. But uh, for the most part, it doesn't. These drafts usually, these you know, hard way drafts usually end up being a little bit different ADP wise because um, a lot of these the people in this draft try to avoid landmines, you know, players that they think have a high bust potential, and so those types of players will filter later and later in the draft. So someone who comes into a draft like this and just drafts based on ADP will end up with a whole bunch of bust players just because yeah. people are passing over guys that are likely. So, you know, I think that the first two years we did this league, we had crack rock. And I think his, his MO is generally to take players that fall past their ADP. And, uh, you know, that did not go very well for him the first two years in this league, just because we're generally taking guys ahead of ADP if they have high, high floors. In this no, format, that, that, so. that's a good name to bring up, Noah. If I recall, I guess interesting partly. how the strategy works out. Was was there a uh, wasn't there a side bet with Crack Rock Go ahead. that kind of led to the whole league's creation? Anyways, are we allowed to talk about that, or is that uh, too uh, too rated R for this? What's our rating, JD? No, I mean or, it's it's fine. It, it was a, it was I had a costume, and I said, okay, whoever loses the league, whoever loses this league, the hard way league, has to wear a costume, and I had the costume. It was a alligator costume with a green dildo hanging out of the front of it and uh he uh he went ahead and said oh because of covid i can't i can't wear it so casual saturday night attire uh, it ended up falling through so i no well it was from a different fantasy league that i'm in locally where you have to dress up (laughs) as a mascot for your team and that happens to to fit with my my overall team vibe it's a it's, that's the, the League of Extraordinary Genitals. So I had the costume, and we tried to make that a dual-purpose costume, and it just didn't work out. No, it makes sense. I like it. Noah, do we have yeah. you in and out tonight, or are you uh, just with us for a brief moment? moment? Like, are you, um, are you, I'll be, uh, you I'll be in and out. I mean, if you guys want to... Yeah, I'm, I'm going to hop out. Yeah. JD, I'm gonna if you guys just want to call right. me back anytime, I'm, I'm awesome. good to come back. Awesome. We'll do that. Thanks, Noah. We'll bring in uh, bring in a couple. Nor- we'll bring in Scoundrel for sure. He's he just he's started in the one spot, and uh, start off with JT Chubb Higgins Scoundrel. Welcome back to the district, brother. Cheers to you, man. What How is up, gentlemen? Tonight? Good to see your uh, faces. Scoundrel. I see you. Love, love the start, man. You got two of my faves with JT and, and T Higgins with a little Chubb. Sandwiched in the middle. How how do you feel about that start? I, I love it. I was hoping to get uh, I was hoping to get Evans, but uh, Hilo sniped me there a little bit. So I was gonna go Evans Higgins, but uh, he took Evans from me. So excited yeah, to go. A Hilo kid, he does that. Yeah, yeah. Generally, if I start with the if I get the one spot and get Taylor, I'm generally looking to pick up a couple of good receivers at the turn. But uh, I'm I'm a big fan of Nick Chubb this year, so we'll see. Scrounger, before we talk about the football, you got a great mic. You just picked up all that ice rattling around in there. <laughs> credit, 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 credit to that mic. That was great. Production. It's production, Andrew. Come on. It's our high-quality production. <laughs> Hilo, always a blast to help have you on, man. I figure I'll, I'll throw you on with the scoundrel. You guys starting off uh, with a, I, I love starts, man. What's up, boys? 
Thanks for having us, dude. This is awesome. Mark, are you in uh, you in Vegas? Or you at home? I'm at home. I uh, I'm home until the 14th is when I'm hitting Vegas for about a month. World Series. World Series, baby. Let's do Take it. Went down, baby. Nice, Thanks, man. Nice. Keep us updated on that. So, how do you feel about your start? You went in. You're in the three spot. CMC, Mike Evans, and then AJ Brown in the third. Yeah. So Abib is not my favorite person right now because he's just like soaking up all these like top five running backs that I have uh, that I was targeting for my, I was going to go robust here. Um, and Aaron Jones really, uh, really hurt. Um, but yeah, I don't know, man. It's just uh, one of these drafts where you, you can't really have a plan. Like everything is kind of out the window in this draft for sure. So um, max flexibility. I mean, look at round three, it's been painted yellow seven wide receivers in a row and there's the first running back of the round. So um, this is definitely going to be a draft. Unlike a lot of the ones that you're going to see out of the football guys contest this year. So uh, just making that pivot and getting two high floor, high ceiling wide receivers with Evans and AJ Brown there at the turn to pair with CMC. Uh, it's a good mix of uh, safety and upside in the first three rounds. Hilo, were you on when a uh, scoundrel said that you sniped Mike Evans from? So as, yeah. as, as you said, I don't think, uh, yeah, every, everyone's going to get their feelings just ever so slightly hurt. So, Mark yeah. and I, uh, Mark and I have conversations uh, about every day. So, uh, I, I probably should have kept my intentions quieter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you act like I listened to you. So, no, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, we're a uh, scoundrel and I are both out here in Arizona now. So, um, yeah, we finally, we like, we were acquaintances through the fantasy game for, oh God, like four years. And then I moved back to Arizona and it was just like so happened that like, like, oh shit, we're both in Arizona, dude. Like, so we got the kids together. It's been awesome. Then oh, we, get, cool, then we got the cool. kids together and found out that our daughters have the same name. Yeah. <laughs> That's and I'm a I'm also a realtor in Arizona, and Todd Scoundrel bought a home through me. <laughs> That's nice. funny. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. See, this, we get we got the goat district meets selling Arizona. There you go. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, you know all about that HGTV stuff up there. In the oh, North for end. sure, bro. Selling Sunset. <laughs> Any night you don't want to think, you throw on Selling sun Sunset with the wife. She likes it. You're happy. Oh, yeah. She's happy. You can draft on your phone. You're good to go, right? <laughs> good to go, baby. So re real quick before we keep the draft going, guys, if you're not watching right now, you're listening, you can check us out on YouTube and now also on Spotify, the visual, the visual, the video, Dan's beautiful flow, Andrew's uh, La Quinta background, and Theo's... Well, he's always in a different room, so I guess it doesn't really matter, right? He mixes it up anyways. But, guys, we, we appreciate you guys tuning in on the visuals. We make this show visual. Tonight we've got a, a sweet draft board building right now. We're at the end of round three. I, I asked I asked um, Noah, when you guys draft, do, does your strategy change depending on who you're drafting? Like when you guys go in a room like this and you know all these guys, the level that they're drafting at, does does that change your strategy versus a random draft and i'll go to you first scoundrel i apologize i was looking at adp here could you repeat the question <laughs> does your strategy change when you go into a room like this with you know guys that you know uh, what level they're drafting versus just a random room that you might walk into well you you know that not much is going to fall to you there's not there's never much in the way of value here and and guys that you're used to waiting on and taking later and i've got a lot of favorite guys that i i got a lot of my guys that Normally I can wait till eighth, ninth round that are probably going to go in round five or six tonight because these, uh, these guys are sharp. There's not much value that falls in these drafts. So you got to go after your guys. And like, like you said, when we started ADP goes out the window in the, in a draft like this. 
Did, did you do any pre-draft or other drafts uh, to get ready for this, just to see kind of how the board was flowing? Or is this one of the uh, first ones you've done this year? This is uh, my sixth or seventh FPG this year already. Um, nice. I'm good friends with Kurt, okay. Kurt Kikis. I think everybody knows he and I have yep. done a couple together already. Um, and I've done about four on my own already. So, yeah, I've got a got a kind of a good feel the way everything's laid out. But like I said, that doesn't really matter much when you get in a room with these guys. Yep. Real quick, guys, I'm going to round out the third round just to let the people know where we're at. T. Higgins. Uh, went off first, Debo Samuel, A.J. Brown, Tyreek Hill, D.J. Moore, Keenan Allen, Michael Pittman with a wide receiver run there. Dan comes back with James Conner, Cam Akers off the board, Jalen Waddle, Antonio Gibson, and then back on the turn, Darren Waller and Travis Etienne in the fourth round. Hilo, um, oh, I wasn't going to ask you. Well, wow. as, as, you th- as you think about that, J.D., not that we don't want to get to you, Mark, but scoundrel, can you, uh, you – you've got a little bit of time here, too. Can you describe what a scoundreling is and how that came about <laughs> uh, in the year 2021? <laughs> I believe Todd from PA came up with that, uh, with that term. We, uh, every time we've done this, this uh, draft live like this, I'm normally about uh, five or six of these into the – Oh, yeah, we hear the ice. I tend to make some uh, tend to make some pretty funny noises when I get sniped. Uh, I just happened to have started drinking late today, so I'm sober right now. Nice. Uh, but yeah, getting scoundrel. There's two parts of it: uh, getting sniped and uh, your guy getting three of your first five picks uh, getting hurt in the first three weeks of the season, which <laughs> has happened go. a couple times to me. <laughs> I think we've all been scoundrel then. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I, I was going to ask Hilo, and maybe you can answer Scoundrel before we uh, bring in some new guests here. Do you guys have a time that you prefer? I know, I know, uh, Mark, you have the World Series to consider and, and other schedules, but do you have a preference with when you're drafting these football guy drafts? I think when you're when you're looking at a big contest like this, it's good to have exposure in kind of the three separate draft windows. So like you have like some of these contests even open up before like the NFL draft. Uh, I like to wait until the NFL draft is happening. <laughs> Uh, take a, a draft window, you know, between the NFL draft and uh, OTAs. And then you have like OTAs to preseason. And then finally, uh, as preseason is ending up in the, uh, you know, late August window. Uh, those are the three kind of draft windows I like to have. And it's good to have different exposure across all three of those draft windows because values are changing, ADPs are changing, you know. Um, you could hit on a guy who is a wide receiver two on a team and the wide receiver one goes down in the preseason on the early drafts, but then there's obviously other landmines. So it's just good to get a nice little mix. Um, I would recommend just breaking up, you know, your, your total allotment of your portfolio of rosters into, you know, equally in those three draft windows. Guys, if you haven't done it yet, Wheelers said it. Smash the like button. Smash the subscribe. We're bringing you the goodness tonight. We bring it on the regular. Mark, um, Scoundrel, do, are you guys available as we get go through this thing to come back on uh, for a few more questions? I'll be here all week, sir. Yeah, man. I'll be hanging Love out. Nice. Appreciate you guys. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Andrew, let's bring, uh, let's bring our, our friend. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, he, he, just, he just I made his, four, his fourth pick. Uh, Dan, why don't you start this off? Like uh, you, you started with Jamar Chase, Kyle Pitts, James Conner, David Montgomery. Love the start. How do you feel about the draft so far with your picks and any surprises or anything you're liking uh, more than anything else uh, so far? 
Well, the only pick that's gone according to plan is Andrew's favorite, James Conner. Uh, that was my target in the third round. Uh, <laughs> I was very pleased to have Jamar Chase fall to me. Uh, I would have gone Mixon there um, had Chase not been there. And then uh, Pitts, I also – I I was hoping I would get uh, Barkley or Swift or Lamb, uh, one of those three, but Pitts is definitely not a bad way to go. Fournette was also under consideration there, but I figured I'd go ahead and take a shot on Pitts. And then uh, Montgomery, um, I was really hoping for Akers or ETN there, but that's the way it goes. I like it. No, I, uh, we were talking pre-show, uh, so it was probably a good thing that you got him at the 308, Dan, because I don't know if Theo would have, you know, I don't think he would have come back to you anyways, but I think Theo may have been thinking about him at the 310. But, uh, I mean, can, can you explain your reason? Because I know we were talking about it. I think that I, I'd rather have, and I said I'd rather have ETN just for upside explosion, the great unknown. But I, I do find myself, I, ha- I have a hard time taking Connor over ETN or some of those other wide receivers, like probably Waddle, Deontay, or DK Metcalf. Was there ever a consideration, like if you had known you could have also gotten David Montgomery there too in the fourth round, would you have been a little bit more open to not taking James Conner or is James Conner still a target there at that 308 for you? Um, he was still a target for me there because, I, again, I was really hoping uh, Deontay might fall to me as well. Okay. Um, even Waddle I would have definitely taken there. So Okay, uh, so, so, so really Mon- Monty was the consolation prize. and He, he was the consolation prize. I mean, I was even uh, considering tapping Zeke Elliott before that. Yep. And the weird okay. thing is, is that uh, Ron um, – Meyer, two-packer in the number nine hole, yeah. really has something very close to the start that I envisioned I might be coming out with in the eight hole. Um, so if he does really well, and obviously uh, most of those guys were available to me uh, where I made my picks. Uh, so if Ron does really well and I do really poorly, then I'll be kicking myself. So yeah. So you're, you're I, talking I about myself you're, up for the shot and Freud. You're, you're talking about the four RB start, Dan, with Joe Mixon, Saquon Barkley, Cam Akers, and Zeke in the nine hole. I I am yes, and I I, I really thought that uh, I might possibly do something similar to that and then pivot hard to wide receiver. But again, with Chase available and uh, some of my targets not there in the second round, um, I just decided that you know Chase and Pitts was a fun pairing, so I went with it. Agreed. Theo, Theo's got some heavy breathing. I got, I see some heavy thinking going on. Started off with Kelsey in the 10 spot, Swift, Waddle, and Deontay. How are you feeling so far? I feel good. Um, I was kind of holding my breath that, that uh, Deontay – that um, I, I was holding my breath that Deontay would go there. I kind of don't want to go McLaurin um, and Waddle. Um, I, I don't think that would have been a, as good a start for me just because I feel like Deontay is going to have a weekly floor. Um I feel like Waddle is an aggressive pick. Some people are worried about the, you know, the Waddle Tyree kill combo, but I'm, I'm kind of leaning into Waddle. I think he could end up smashing. Um, I think he's the real deal and I was happy to get him there. So I, I kind of like my start right here. Um, you know, I could have used an RB two, but I, I think I'll make up for it. Yeah. I like it. Not was not with Swift on the board. I think he'll do um carry the two RB slots pretty well for you there, Theo. Yeah, I mean, I think, think, I think he could. I think he definitely could have a smash season, so we'll see. If you had a – if um, Deontay had gone, would you have considered DK Metcalf there? Yes. If if Deontay would have gone, I would have considered DK Metcalf. I would have considered um, actually taking Kittle there. 
and having right. two tight ends. And I also would have considered Brees Hall um, and just nice. been aggressive with him. Those are, would have been kind of the guys if, if Deontay was, was gone. And I, I, you know, and also McLaurin would have been in that mix. So, you know, if, and also I will add that if Dave Hubbard did not take um, Travis Etienne, um, he would have been in consideration there. So the Andrew Schellenberg-esque DeAndre Swift, Travis Etienne yeah. could have happened. I know it. I know, I know, I know it well. So, Theo, you you put out a tweet earlier, uh, Schultz, again, off the board. I'm a big fan of Schultz coming in more on his value earlier in the offseason. Comes off at the first pick of the fifth round here. Um, and then Kittle going off in the fourth round. Is that pretty much standard now, Schultz going ahead of, of Godert? And is that something you're seeing as value right now? Yeah, I feel like Schultz is, has uh, jumped uh, Hawkinson, but I think they go very close. I would be – I would I, – I, I would guess that Hawkinson goes goes pretty soon here, um, but I don't know. I just feel like like I like Schultz a lot, and like Andrew and Dan and I split teams last year, and we each had Dalton Schultz on, on our teams. But I just feel like he's getting drafted at, at his very peak. Even if we think he's going to get a volume bump, um, I think that you know you're for him to go tight end six. I'm just not sure how much ROI. Um, it's fine. It's a very good structural pick. I just don't think it's necessarily a. Um, you know, you're, it's not like an upside type pick. So, you know, we'll see. I, I could be wrong on that one. And sorry, real quick with your receivers, you went Deontay. Does DK Metcalf, sorry if you mentioned it already, but does he become part of that decision? And is where's the tear break for you with these receivers? Is it after the Deontay? Is it after Metcalf? Or is it a bit further down? Where are you seeing that tear breaks with these, these receivers in the fourth round? I think it's a, I think it's a bit further down. Um, I think Deontay is kind of like, for me, it's like the, He's, he's just a little bit different just because I think that it, it would be hard for me to see him not getting a ton of targets. I think like with McLaurin, there's question marks. Um, DK, there's question marks. I think people are hopeful for Allen Robinson. Josh Allen goes there to uh, – First quarterback off the board at 5'7". Well, yeah. what, I, what I find interesting to the the, the carefully trained Andrew eye is, is Dio, uh, one of Abib's good friends and podcast mates, gave him the thumbs up in our chat. Do you think that that was Dio giving Abib the signal? It's it's okay to go quarterback. <laughs> like, because <laughs> uh, the pick the, the pick came right after that. I, I I don't know. Is that just like the it's okay, man? We can finally go quarterback here. I'm giving you the the high sign. I'm not sure. I think that uh, Abib's a, Abib's a, a a great a great drafter, and I think that Allen is. Is a, is a such good value right there in the fifth round? Like that's the difference between this this draft and if you jumped in a regular football guys, Allen would be going higher than that. You're you're looking for uh, every edge, right, against these opponents. And if if you take in the best quarterback in this in the fifth round is is giving you that edge. Oh. Dio's also on Team Dallas Goddard being a value right now. So there goes <laughs> up. There you go. There goes Brandon Cooks. That that hurts. Dan's pick hurts a lot. And famous okay. Jay liking the value on uh, that 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 he got on Josh Allen there in the fifth. Yeah, I, I, I felt like uh, Cooks was really starting to get towards the end of a tier there on uh, wide receiver. So five, yeah, six. Cooks, Cooks or, was sorry, Cooks five, was going to be Cooks was going to be my my pick right there. So I'm not I'm not thrilled with that one. Um, yeah, I and think Al I'm going to no, go ahead, go ahead, Theo. You're on clock. I think I'm going to take I'm going to take a wide receiver I believe in that I'm hoping will take a big step forward. I think I'm going to take Rashad Bateman right here. Um, I like that. That'd be nice. And you know, to get him in, at wide receiver 27, I, I think that um, he's going to definitely finish ahead of wide receiver 27. But I'm I'm, hope, I'm hoping he can get up to like wide receiver 15 
to really give me a smash value here. So here we go. Rashad Bateman time. Nice. Like it. I had him next up in my queue. Well, maybe we could we could email the FFPC and see if we could trade there, Dan. I'll trade you Bateman <laughs> no. for up. I mean, right I now. mean, next up after Cooks. Yeah. There you go. I like to use these uh, drafts as, uh, you know, va- validation, positive confirmation. So Theo, we I, in that football guys, I was showing you. I also got Bateman at wide receiver twenty-seven. So lo- lo- love to see that you're also getting him here, and that that totally validates whatever the hell I'm doing in that other draft. So. <laughs> It'll, it won't be the last. It won't be the last time that I, I take uh, Rashad Bateman. That's for sure. Oh, nice. Remind me who Austin is in the draft. Is it uh, Davis Mills? He's uh, no. He's seven. He's the no. Yeah, the oh, no, no gamble. gamble. All right. Yeah. All right. Yep. That's right. That's right. I remember. Davis that. Mills. Oh, yeah. is now, now I'm hitting my stride with remembering these people. This is good. In the groove. The uh, the uh, intern is paying off. <laughs> draft board intern. Got t-shirt intern. Draft board intern. So it, is it possible to have a favorite so far, like five rounds deep with, with, you know, like we said, no value falling? Like, is it pretty much any team has a chance still? Are you seeing a weakness anywhere or a team that maybe you like lease or, or more than others, guys? You can, Andrew, I don't know. Do you see anything? I'm, I'm, I'm most interested. I mean, it's, it's a pretty two-packer looking draft for Team 9 uh, with the four running backs start. I'm <laughs> interested to see where it's going to go from there because I think the next – what five through 10 are probably going to make or break that. Um, Cause I, I think it can pay off, especially early this off season. I, I don't totally hate the, the four, the four running backs there. I mean, it's not something I would do, but very interested to see how he's going to fill out the team uh, here in the next, you know, what, six, five, six rounds, uh, which I think make all, will make all the difference um, in this draft. Scoundrel. I brought you in uh, Dalton Schultz topic of discussion here. How do you feel about your first tight end off the board in the fifth? Well, it was a toss-up between Schultz for me and uh, either Mike Williams or Darnell Mooney, but um, looking at the way things are laid out from the one spot, seemed like the best time to grab him. And with uh, Gallup still coming back from injury and Cooper gone, I think he's going to be the – he's probably going to be the wide receiver too in that team for a while. Um, if uh, – unless uh, Elliott and, and – uh, Pollard end up taking a big chunk of, of targets, but uh, yeah, he's got potential. And I got some other guys I'm looking at later in the draft. I think he's going to start the year really hot and uh, allow me to grab some guys that might develop after a few games. Dan Dan calls it narrow target tree. That's the first thing that pops in my head when I see Dalton Schultz, and that's what I loved about him early in the season. The problem now is, you know, like Theo mentioned, he's starting to get up there at his ceiling, um, yeah, potentially. Yeah. I think he'll pay off. I've definitely got him in my rankings. I've got him ahead of Kittle and Hawkinson and Goddard, um, especially the Eagles leaning more towards the run game later in the year. And now that A.J. Brown is there, um, I don't see Goddard getting the targets that he was getting last year when everybody was hurt. So he just he was the next guy off the board for me, next tight end off the board for me. All right, we're starting the six guys. A run of, of receivers that Dan started with the Brandon Cooks pick. You got Theo, I'm Green. giving you the die of thumbs up, whatever you want to take it to mean. <laughs> the, I, I, I will I will say I I don't I don't like the I don't like the fact that Elijah Moore and, and Amon Ross St. Brown just went that just That's killed. Why my I gave you the thumbs up. Same, same. I was it, hoping for one of them on the way back. Destroyed my cue. I'm I'm I think I'm going to pivot here 
and it's yes. it's not ne- not necessarily a uh, player that I thought I would be taking tonight, but I don't mind taking Elijah Mitchell here. Um, I think that this is this is a place I'm comfortable taking him as my RB two. I realize that there's red flags. He had an injury last year, but I, I believe he's the best running back in San Francisco, and I think that he kind of gives me an opportunity to, to not have to like play RB two by committee um, if he can hit. Go ahead, hate on the pick, Andrew. Well, that's not yeah. that's not what I meant the thumbs up to be. No. <laughs> I know, I know, I know which way you would have said, it, and I don't want to. I don't want to say. Yeah, no, no table talk. No table talk. Yeah, no table talk. No table talk at all. No table talk at all. But I would not. Uh, I would, yeah, I would not. I would not have done Elijah Mitch. But that, that's that's yeah. okay. Um, hey, nineteen twelve fantasy. This is this is a, a quick uh, di- uh, divergence from fantasy football. T-shirt intern says. By the <laughs> way, guys, check out the new Millie Billy logo. JD, who created that for you? Us. It's coming up right now. This is yeah, sure. uh, Maddie, oh. Matt, Maddie Big oh. Chest out oh. there in uh, Twitter land. Go check him out if you need any graphic work. The man is is just awesome to work with. Okay, this is beautiful. Now, T-shirt intern idea says you merge the Billy Billy logo into the logo of La Quinta Inn, <laughs> and you start selling really niche merchandise of La Quinta Millie Billy combo mashup. Thoughts go. You're gonna throw your wall, right? Is that a winner? You, you, ever, been, you ever been on that? What's that? America's Got Talent, where yes. they just throw one of these guys. <laughs> so um, AJ Dillon off the board after Mitchell. I'm joking with you, Andrew. I, I you know I love all your ideas and how you t-shirt, keep our, t-shirt intern says that's a winner. You're gonna you, have at you, least one purchase. You keep Me that too. intern busy, so that's all that matters, right? Yeah. So AJ Dillon, DeAndre Hopkins comes back um, in the middle of the sixth here. So a lot of receivers off the board. It's it's piss yellow. You got chunks of green in there. And we've got two, four, six, seven tight ends off the board with Josh Allen as the only quarterback. We're going to bring in some new blood guys. Dan, any comments uh, before we let you go here? You took AJ Dillon as your RB3 in the sixth. Yeah, it's um, this draft is going exactly according to form. Basically, all the value is being sucked out uh, from the top. The players that uh, you would you would expect to fall in this draft are falling in this draft. Uh, you know, I don't want, I don't want to mention names, but uh, everybody in the draft can see who who hasn't been selected yet uh, that yeah, normally so, might have been by now. So somebody flashed their queue up here, so I can I can remember. This yeah. is why I wouldn't do well with those. Uh, what's the uh, <laughs> What's the draft we have to memorize all the picks, Dan? Oh, the oh, yeah. uh, bare yeah. knuckles, bare knuckles, bare knuckles. No, yeah, no, that, that no is way. not my uh, strength no either. I'd like to hear Hilo's explanation for taking Cooper, knowing that Watson's not going to play this year. Nice. <laughs> there he is. Mark is right there. Mark is live and see. Mark, I'm giving you the opportunity, man. You know you can't let <laughs> trash talk your pick like that. Sorry, I was muted. On the clock. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I put him on right when he's on the clock. Good host. <laughs> well, so look, at, look at that, Theo. Eh? Godert almost around later. Yeah, I was going to uh, go Godert right there. Yeah. Uh, well, well, well uh, Hilo's reeling. Let me just say that uh, I had the NHL better the night, which does nobody any good, over seven goals uh, tonight. And I'm pretty sure they're up to nine now, not even halfway through the second period. So that was an obvious winner, and I wish you guys had all played that play. So. You are up next. All right. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Yeah, Darren really got me there. I was going to go uh, 
<laughs> I was going to go Goddard, get my tight end off the board. Well, Mark, with the first uh, yeah, rookie first wide receiver off the board. Yeah, oh, let's go. Here. Now you got Andrew excited. There you go. Nice. All right, talk talk me into him. Drake Mark. London, end of the sixth. Is this is this is this a all right? I'm going to take the the consolation prize, or do you actually like Drake London here? Uh, no, I like Drake London. Uh, six is probably early, right? Um, seventh round, Drake London is you, later. You, you 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 talk, and I'll look it up. Oh no, yes, seven four yeah. is is ADP is yeah. men is six one. So yeah, men. Men. Yeah, so. I'd like him late seven, somewhere around there. That's probably where I get most of my exposure as of uh, for this draft window. Um, But the, the opportunity with the makeup of that team um, is just, is there. Um, We have teams that have proven success of doubling um, Kyle Pitts. We don't know if that's going to continue. If that does, he's going to have all the opportunity in the world uh, there in Atlanta. So um, it's just an upside pick in a, in a 15 seconds. Wow. Very bloody draft. I like it. You can hear Scoundrel picking live yeah, there. Yeah, Scoundrel's on the on the turn here. He's he's got back to backs. We'll go. We'll get back to him. Yeah, Mark. Did you did you pick. consider the other? I think we, Wheeler's in the chat. I think he mentioned a couple guys that he thought were available. And I think it looked like they ended up going back to back. Drake London, Traylon Burks. You took Drake London. Gave you reasons why. Yeah, you're Traylon, or you just have Drake in a, in a cut above. Um, I'm of the impression that Traylon, of the two, Traylon Burks is probably the more likely to see his ADP slip. Um, so I would rather take the exposure now to the player where I feel like, uh, probably his ADP is going to climb if anything. Um, and that's purely off of, as reports start coming out on Robert Woods, like, is he healthy as soon as he, you know, as soon as those reports start trickling in, um, I could see Burke slipping a little bit. Uh, and that's probably where I'll look to grab my exposure there. So this is, this is a, a, a volume ADP trends play as the uh, as the draft season wears on yeah so it's an interesting dynamic to this league like right is the five hundred thousand dollar winner likely to come from this league hell no but like yeah. i'm still gonna i'm still gonna draft it as if i'm going for the, the top yeah. prize um as opposed to like league prizes um and i'll just you know add it to the portfolio and and go from there Okay. So right, you're uh, back on the clock. So we'll, we'll, we'll go to Scoundrel now. Yeah, I'll go to Scoundrel asking about his picks and maybe you can touch on Scoundrel. Are, are you planning, like, are you just looking at this team with this league or are you playing big picture? Are you, are you looking at week 17, you know, the, drafting now for those, those playoff weeks, or are you just looking one week at a time? It, the way this draft falls and it, the, as hard as this draft is, it, the chances of the, of the overall winner coming out of this draft are pretty much close to nil. You guys are a bunch no. of fucking negative Nellies, man. Come on, with that attitude, you guys are never getting to the playoffs, man. Just, Come on. Just, there's never a drop of anything to be found. Can't get blood from a stone, man. I was <laughs> this whole time I was sitting there waiting for Adam Thielen because he normally his ADP's in the seventh. And I look back and Packers already taken him at six four. I wasn't paying he, attention. He did, so. he, did, he did you a favor. <laughs> <laughs> That whole that whole Vikings offense should be something this year, so we'll see. Yep. Um, narrow target tree as long speaking as of, yeah, uh, I was going to say speaking of narrow target trees, yeah, yeah, he'll, he'll score well. So other than that, it was it was either Walker or another guy that I won't say the name because he hasn't been picked yet. And I don't normally take a QB this early, but I just hated all my other options. 
<laughs> so. No, I think that was good Mahomes value. I like that there. Yeah, especially being on the does it does that change for you being on the end there, just having Mahomes locked up and ready to go? Does that does that change depending on whether you're in the middle of the draft or in the drafts? Yeah, I mean, if I'm if I'm would have been pick five, pick six, pick seven, I made it. You know, it's a long time till I pick again. So I looked at it's a pretty good value. His ADP according to Darren is is uh, six two right now, sir. So yep. So seven one for Mahomes. Yep. Some people are kind of scared of him losing Tyreek, but he's got pl- they replaced him with plenty of people. Yeah, his so, his uh, his max was seven two, so you you're you're pretty much on it. Yeah, so it's good value, and I just I just didn't like anybody else, so I just went might as well might as well nail that down that position and free up some later picks, I guess. Yeah, Wheeler like um, Wheeler's commenting on the, where the quarterbacks are going. If I'm looking at it at the Fantasy Mojo guys, go check it out. Fantasy Mojo, if you're using an FFPC for any kind of drafts, but they've got the ADPs right now. Last seven days for the championship: Josh Allen going in the fourth, Herbert in the sixth, seventh is Lamar. Mahomes also around the sixth and seventh, so it's 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 pretty much on par. I think it's pretty much on par. Oh, everything everybody's about a round later. Yeah, I was, I was gonna say I think it's just Mahomes is about a, a round drop, and maybe Allen too. Allen, Allen was too. Allen was about a round drop. Jackson's actually right about where he should be. We're, that's right. Uh, yeah, exactly right. All right, boys, we're going to we're gonna bring in a couple more guests. We'll be back to you guys. Scoundrel, Mark, get yourself a fresh drink. I know I will. Uh, yours, your, you as well, it's Scoundrel. Nice. I, see, uh, I see a couple. Uh, well, first, we got to bring back the man, Noah, uh, for sure. He's uh, – oh, no, you didn't pick yet. Well, we'll, we'll let you make your picks. We'll let yeah. you make your picks. I don't want to interrupt <laughs> with the roster build, but we got to bring in the man, the legend, the Todd. Todd from PA, welcome, my friend. Hey, guys, how are you doing? Todd, what's going on? Fantastic, man. Fantastic. How you how are you enjoying this draft so far? Um, I feel like uh, my my structure I like, but um, I just got – I feel like adding Thomas to Mooney was a mistake with both Week 14 buys. I, I, I could have gone Goddard there. Um, but, um, I, I'm high, you know, I'm high on Singletary. Um, I think he showed that he is the number one guy there. Uh, I don't think James Cook is built to be the number one. I think he's a change of pace back. So waiting for the second running back and getting a guy that I liked, um, I feel good about that. What do you guys think of what I did so far? Did I missed the show up until this point. Anyone go, oh, shit, what the, what's he doing? We're, we've been laughing at you the whole time. Todd. Yeah. <laughs> we've been talking about how you won't go uh, dark mode for your uh, underdog. Perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> bl- blinding me, Todd. What's up with that? That's what we've been talking about the whole time. Um. Well, okay. <laughs> Todd, I, I got to say. That, that I, sounded I, like a distinct non-apology there. Yeah. Yeah. No, Todd, I, 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 I think light is preferable to darkness, boys. My, my eyes are way too sensitive. Uh, Todd, I, I, I joked about being hypercritical on your roster just, uh, just as a, a slight tease. Uh, I actually, I really like your build, starting with Andrews, Fournette, and Singletary. I'm also higher on Singletary than I think a lot of people are, just loving what he showed. I, last I wanted Barkley to make it, but he didn't. And that's uh, you're talking about uh, instead of D, instead of DJ. Oh. Moore, oh, instead of Fournette. The Fournette pick. Interchangeable, in my opinion. Uh, yeah, it's less draft. important to correlate, but I like that uh, Week 17 DJ Moore Leonard Fournette correlation. I like. I think a Rob 
I mean, if Cooper Cup somehow gets hurt for a few games, A Rob could just be a dynamite dynamite this year. And I'm I'm really high on Mooney, so I I I, uh, I, I reached a little bit for him. Before I go back to to Noah, he's he just went uh, with two picks. Um, oh, what was I going to ask you, man? I'm going to be brain farting all night trying to manage the guest, Noah. I'll come back to, to Todd with uh, with my question. I had a very important question. Trust me, it was important. It was going to no, be good. We know. No, I, do, do I miss Todd? It's a great question, I'm, I'm sure. Was that the question? <laughs> Noah, Cordell pa- Patterson, uh, curious uh, just to comment on uh, how you feel about him with this season and also Robert Woods, two controversial picks uh, back-to-back. Well, I'd, I would rather have Robert Woods than Traylon Burks personally for this season. Don't disagree. So um, I I don't mind taking Robert Woods there. I mean I I feel like he's going later than he probably should. So I I don't mind taking uh, Robert Woods in the eighth round. And then on Cordell Patterson, you know I'm looking for a third running back that has some PPR upside, and I think there's going to be plenty of targets available in Atlanta, and uh, I, I think that he's in a good spot to. Produce well, you know, kind of with some middle wide receiver numbers, but you can play it at the running back position. So I think that's a decent value to get at the end of the seventh. I was uh, going to take Miles Sanders there, but uh, he went a couple picks ahead of me. So yeah, I nice pick didn't quite get that. Yeah, this is a good pick. So uh, it just kind of fell that way. But um, I would have been interested in Pollard as well, but I'd rather have Cordero Patterson. So <laughs> Hubbard went ahead and got his boy, Tony Pollard. My, my question, Todd, and I'm going to come back and ask you the same question. Noah, I know, Todd, you're big. This is, this is what I was getting at earlier. You're bye weeks. You're a bye week guy and you're, you're a schedule guy. You, you look at the, 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 you know, whether it's the league you're in or the, the NFL schedule. I know you're a big schedule guy with bye weeks. Why don't you talk about how that plays a factor into your builds? Well, it, it really doesn't in this because, you know, I think the first thing you do when you're making decisions is you think about, what are the rules and who am I competing against? I mean, we've all talked about in chat a number of times how no one is winning um, top prize coming out of this league, most likely, right? I mean, that's why the league's called the hard way. So basically, it you know, my goal is to try and get to the playoffs. I would prefer not to have so many week 13, week 14 guys as I do in my top picks, but I felt like Michael Thomas fell too far. And I feel like you need to take some risks in this draft. Um, now, if, we, if we're talking about underdog, uh, I just did a podcast where, you know, basically if you are, if you have a great pass through rate, like I did last year, you still have a less than 1% chance of getting to the finals, right? And if you and if you're not if you don't have a good pass through rate, your your percentage is like three tenths of one percent. So uh in something like that, where it's a week to week contest, I am heavily correlating week sixteen and week seventeen so that the teams that do make it to the if I do get a few teams to the semifinals. They have what it takes to 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 get to week seventeen and then win. Um, in, in this in this league, I'm far less concerned about that, and I'm much more concerned with having 
a good team where I have good starters every week and advancing. Did I lose you? No, no, no you're good, man. I, no, anything to add with regards to bye weeks or, or planning any kind of schedule action, especially in a competitively like this or, or even like a bigger type of tournament? For a managed league, I don't really worry that much about buys. You know, I, I look at it a lot if I'm doing a best ball type of league where I don't have the opportunity to make any changes. But for a managed league like this, I'm, I'm going to try and get the best players, especially with this being FFPC and how flex heavy the league is. You know, you don't have a lot of those rigid sticking points that keep you from, you know, moving guys from your bench into starting roles because you do have those two flex spots. So it, it doesn't really bother me that much. I just try to have a nicely balanced roster as far as power at different positions so that I can move guys in and out as needed during bye weeks. But, you know, I'll start looking at it maybe after the eighth round of a draft. But until then, I'm not going to be putting too much stock into it. Question from Paul here, Noah. You can see up on the screen. Noah Gibson, third round, 302. Any particular reason, uh, Gibson, around the, you know some of the un- other running backs around him? Is this a is this a play on his upside is going to improve over the summer? I think that was 311. Oh, 311. But, uh, Thank yeah, you. 311. But um, I, I liked him better than the other guys that were available there. I really didn't feel like reaching on either of the tight ends there. You know, I was looking at Darren Waller, was looking at George Kittle. George Kittle, is he's a great player, but um, as far as his role, there's a lot of feast or famine. And it's just not a guy that I'd like to take that high. And then uh, Darren Waller, I, ju- I think there's going to be a lot of competition for targets with Devontae Adams on that team now. So I, it just didn't make a lot of sense for me to go with either of those tight ends in that spot. And then after that, you know, the, the next guy that I wanted really was Antonio Gibson. I, I considered Travis Etienne. I looked at David Montgomery, J.K. Dobbins, but I mean, it's just those guys are all kind of a tier behind Antonio Gibson for me. So that's why I went ahead and made the pick. So you didn't like the other positions. And then in terms of running back, um, had him as, as the highest available. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And I didn't really want to take DK, DK Metcalf or some of those other receivers there either. So I, I think that's, that's just a kind of a dead zone at the end of the third yeah. with the way that value has been shaking out lately. You know, I was hoping that, you know, maybe T. Higgins would be around in that spot, but he went way earlier than normal, which I guess is to be expected in this draft. Yeah. And Dar- was Darren Waller uh, more of like one of those falling knives? Because I think he ended up with this pick at 312, hit a new max pick. Was he just a falling knife that nobody wanted to catch there? Is that is that one of those guys that could go bust that uh, very clearly rather get your guys than somebody who has the potential to uh, to tank your team? And maybe that's yeah, I've been here because I think yeah, everyone I've, obviously passed on him. I've been a big fan of Darren Waller in the past. It's just this year he's not going to be that vacuum for targets. Yeah, you know, with the way that Derek Carr plays, he kind of has a safety blanket that gets a whole lot of the target share, and uh, I, I don't think that that's going to be Darren Waller as much as it was in the past. And then you know, they of course they also have Hunter Henry. Sorry, not not Hunter Henry, Hunter Renfro, who's going to continue to 
demand a lot of targets. So it just didn't, I, I feel like he is probably third on the list of targets for that team. And so it's a little bit rich to take him as high as he's been going. I know that he, you know, a lot of the leagues he goes late second, early third, yeah. but uh, I haven't been taking him there. Okay. Awesome. I know you're about to pick, so we can shift uh, Todd into, into Dan. I don't know if you guys have a perspective on Waller. Maybe we can chat about you guys' uh, most recent picks. I, I want to cheer Dan's before I pass it to him. Uh, yeah. You get the blood moon cheers of the night on your uh, Joe Burrow chase uh, stack. Hashtag nice. always be stacking. Yeah, I mean, I, I that won all the money I, last year. It could do I, it again. I am worried about the the Bengals passing game more than I'd like to let on. But uh, given that Chase kind of fell to me, and then Earl in what sense? In what sense? I, yeah. I, I just think it was so freaking efficient last year. Uh, you know that there's going to be kind of a you know they got they got to walk it back a little bit on the efficiency. So I just got to hope that the volume goes up to, to mask that because they were a very slow paced offense. Um, so if they, if they can increase the pace enough to offset any loss in efficiency, I should be just fine. But uh, you know, again, this, this draft is going a little bit different than what I had kind of mapped out in my head. Uh, but overall, I think I'm, I'm kind of rolling with it. I, I will say I'm not a real big fan about having uh three guys on by in week 14, one guy on by in week 13 out of my top six picks. So uh, four of my top six picks will not be available to me one week or the other during the playoffs. But on the other hand, I've just given myself a better chance of getting to the playoffs. So I'll take it. That, that That's my only complaint with my draft as well, Dan. I, uh, you know, it's not ideal, but you know what, in a league like this, if I get to week, you know, we talk about bye weeks and I agree with what Noah said. Um, you don't worry about it much in, in managed leagues. I don't worry about it almost at all. I'll figure out. I'd, I'd rather, you know, especially I'd, I'd rather lose one week than be weak all along. Mm -hmm. But uh, the week 13 and 14, definitely, um, it, it's going to sting if you do get there. It's one of those things you, you, you try not to think about until you get there. And then you get there and you're like, oh, man. <laughs> right. Exactly. So. Hopefully, uh, hopefully I'll get there and I'll I'll get to figure out a way around my disappointment. But the other thing is there, you know, there will be a lot of guys who appear uh, during the season. Um, there will probably be a team or two or three who's sort of fallen out of it uh, that may, you know, be a little bit less aggressive on the waiver wire. Though typically this league is extremely aggressive on the waiver wire, so even trying to to count on. Um, being able to supplement your team, it, you're not going to be able to do it in this league like in a normal football guys. Normal, yeah. Normally in football guys, I don't worry about it at all. I, I, I find them a little bit easier than the main events. Um, but yeah, this one is going to be tough for sure. Noah, talk to us about uh, Damian Pierce and who I call the, the, the Singletary of the tight ends, Dawson Knox. Yeah, Dawson Knox is kind of an unsexy pick, but he's the last tight end that I've got in the tier that he's in. So I think it makes sense to take him right there. Really what I wanted to do here was take Alan Lazard. I thought that I could wait and get him here, but he's kind of a squeeze, a free square for me. And uh, I was disappointed that Abib got him as early as he did. I think his ADP is a little bit later and I thought that I could finesse him into the ninth round, but I, I feel like he's kind of a free square and I, I, I'm regretting taking uh, Robert Woods over him now, but uh, 
you know, is what it is. I guess this is one of those rooms where you can't try and uh, squeeze guys through. Yeah, Lazar's starting to creep up, right? Yeah, his uh, his min is eight ten, and his uh, ADP is uh, nine twelve there. Nine, yeah, nine eleven there. Yeah, I, and I would like to mention exactly that uh, Jamison Williams going in the ninth round. That one hurt, Theo. That was that was personal. It really did. Yeah. Feel <laughs> I would have taken him if he had made it. But yeah. I'll, I'll tell you, I'm on the board now, and I I certainly don't mind MVS because there's. You know, there's a, a you know, there's a decent chance his profile changes some in uh, in Kansas City, and he's got that nice Week 17 correlation with Russell Wilson. If I do get that far, um, anyway, um, there's a few guys on the board I liked right there. Hope one of them makes it back. Guys, we're an hour in and we haven't given a quick word to our partners, our friends over at the FFPC. We're rocking their drafts all day long. Everyone on this stream right now is retired, living off of their FFPC winnings. Just kidding. Just some of us are. Not us. Some, some, some people might be. But uh, in all seriousness, guys, the best site to play on. You see us on here on the regular. Tonight is no different. This is where all the savages come to play, where all the money is won. This tournament, guys, what is it? Up to a milli? The milli Billy Andrew is that why is that is, is that I think made that a, made events up to a million, which by the way, uh, early bird deadline is tonight at midnight Pacific, midnight Eastern. Don't know some kind of midnight around here. Second uh, place yeah, is thirty five cents, guys. right? Say it again. <laughs> <laughs> Say it again. Yes. No, 30, Todd got muted there. Sorry, no, I'm joking. Yeah, thirty. No, thirty five cents and uh, a couple free entries. Um, no. <laughs> a couple thirty-five dollars, and, no, this is, this and a couple, of, the, a couple of, a couple of drink tickets um, at the live draft. <laughs> at the draft, at the live. No, draft. no, I heard, I heard those are the most expensive currency. Yeah, they, they, they did boost uh, in the on the FPC. They did boost up the uh, the lower prizes after first place this year. So, uh, I, I'm, I'm teasing. Um, yeah, I love the FFPC. Oh, I know, but I figured I'd at least say it because they they do uh, they did boost those up this year. So we got to give them credit where credits due. So, I also uh, agree with Noah. I was listening to you guys before um, about Alan Lazard. Where I took Jameson Williams, I figured I'd get Lazard there or Williams. So he, he was right there. Um, but that, that Lazard pick was a nice one. And uh, Abib's kind of made up for wide receiver depth. I thought the Renfro pick was very good. He's really nice value in drafts right now. When you mentioned Singletary a minute ago, do, do you mean you don't like Singletary? Me myself, in relation to Knox. No, we you. like Singletary. Okay. No, I like Singletary. Yeah, I, I, I mean, at eleventh round, him and Penny. I mean, in best ball, eleventh, twelfth, you know, round to me, that's almost stealing. Um, you know, uh, who was it? Uh, Noah made the comment about Robert Woods over Traylon Burks year one. I mean, Rashad Penny was dominant down the stretch. Singletary was pretty dominant down the stretch. Yeah, there's risk because they brought in rookies. Um, but I rem- I'm old enough to remember when Penny went to Seattle and everyone anointed him year one and he busted. So um, I think Walker's a, a much more polished uh, running back coming out. I don't expect what happened to Penny to happen to Walker. But, I mean, Penny was – you know, he was dominant. So to get guys like that seventh, eighth round or, or in a 12th, 13th in a best ball, I'm very happy when that happens. 
Yeah, a lot of times people tend to um, underestimate the chances of a, of an experienced running back being able to hold off a rookie uh, for a pretty significant portion of a season, if not the whole season. What do you guys think of Daryl Williams? I mean, he just went, and I, I feel like he's kind of a depth guy. I I don't get the whole he's going to be the Chase Edmonds. Um, you know, he was sitting out on the market a long time. Am I Am I completely wrong here? I, I think I mean, we should add. Uh, bring, me in, bring me in, coach. Bring me in. Talk it up, Mark. Oh, oh Mark's Mark. back in. Oh, never mind. Talk it up, Mark. Yeah. Let's go. The, the uh, Darrell the Williams top, pick. There you go. He's one of the. He's probably a top two, if not three, maybe, uh, maybe the top overall running back cuff for me this year. Uh, and that just happened, um, like what ten days ago. Um, but if you look at Connor's injury history, if you look at how Arizona has utilized backs out of that backfield. Um, if Connor goes down, if Connor misses any weeks, uh, Darrell Williams is going to be an 18 to 22 touch weekly guy. So, um, that's just same thing with Madison. You see me loading up these, you know, the top running back cuffs, uh, because my running back stable is pretty shallow. Um, but yeah, he's definitely a guy that I might've been able to wait till the 12th, but it's at this point, it's like upside, upside, upside. And the first and 15th guys are on him too. So maybe he doesn't go by, uh. I had a tough decision. Normally, I'll take uh, in best ball. I'll take Ramondre ahead of Spiller, but um, in a league like this, you know, you kind of, you know, I, I passed on Eckler in the first round, so I like kind of taking a bet to double down on that. Todd, because, you're breaking so, the rules. You're breaking the uh, rules. Todd, yeah. So if, if, if my drafted. decision to pass on Eckler works, oh gosh. Dan, Dan just put the knife to the back on that one. I had him. Oh. oh no! That's just that's just. I mean, oh, I got, Dan. This is. I'm gonna that'll that'll teach you about that Jamison Williams pick there, Theo. Oh my gosh! Oh my! I knew. I, the... uh, there's my favorite pick of the night. Congrats to who is this? Hold on. Is that's that uh, that's Ron. Oh, Hunter Henry. Yeah, that's. Oh, congrats, Ron Zachary. You, you won pick of the night. Hunter that's... Hunter piece of shit Henry. That is, I will that, cheer, that, that I'll is cheer is myself a... up. An Andrew Stone pick to use. Yeah, uh, oh, yeah, oh, thank language. you. Yeah. yeah, I took I took Hunter Henry in like the 18th round of a of a dynasty startup, and Andrew sent me a <laughs> disgusted face like emoji. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, what are we doing here, Andrew? I've, I've like lost so I've lost my mind since then, Theo. Haven't found it yet. I'm gonna let uh, Noah make a couple picks. We'll bring him back in. Um, I don't, if Austin's around, we'd love to, to get you back on any, any, Theo, I know guys, Theo, uh, right I love your Jamison Rondale. I don't mean to rub, rub it in for damn, but I, I love, love those <laughs> two picks. That was great. Yeah. Those were, I felt, I felt good about that. And like Rondale, I have hit the correlation with Kyler Murray. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, hopefully we see some, some usage to start the year. I think we'll know really quickly. Um, what Arizona thinks of of Rondell Moore. Hopefully, we get some flashes in the preseason. But it's kind of easy to think like maybe he's he's a guy that you know has a great week one and week two, and people are like, why didn't we draft him a little bit earlier? We were on him as a rookie, so I'm willing to take some shots in like the tenth round. So love some, the, some uh, jump ball training camp videos. That's what we need, Theo. <laughs> just just give me something. Just give me something with with Rondell. <laughs> I mean, we want we want it to happen, but uh, spark a light, it's, please. It's, it's a little bit of like hopeful drafting, but the fact that you have the, the correlation with with Kyler, it's yeah, like, you have a Kyler. Why too. not? I like it. I like it. Dan Khalil Herbert, my most owned uh, running back on on FFPC. Not trying to jinx anyone. 
but uh, I do love what he showed us last year. Um, Montgomery, you know, again, in that offense going to get a lot of volume, but it is the running back position. Uh, love yeah. Herbert. Uh, what's that? Two, four, any, six. Any truth to the rumor that Theo took uh, Herbert just because I took TDP? That's literally <laughs> why I took Herbert. Okay, I want to know. I want to know. Did you already but, have but that I like did. lined up just in case, or you just like Herbert? Got, Herbert got was in, Herbert was Herbert was in my queue. Um, I think that he's a <laughs> he's a great tenth and eleventh round value. Um, but yeah, we're, we're each, we're each, uh, snaking each other's cuffs. So there you go, Dan. Not, nothing like the vengeance pick, eh, guys? The vengeance. Oh, so good, oh, man. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. You and I have this, 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 we're out of the regular draft. We're just trying to kill each other at this point. So. <laughs> and, and I want to, and I want a little bit, if I, if I can, a little justice for Andrew, for my, for my dumbass statement that I was very worried that Khalil Herbert would get snaked in the NFL draft. He was my answer to the Theo's question when I wasn't paying attention of the, who am I worried they're going to lose their job overnight? Uh, and I said, what, Khalil Herbert and, and a couple other running backs not to be named because they're not on the board yet. They got roasted for it. You know what? Who didn't get snaked in the real NFL draft? Khalil Herbert. So, you know what? I, I, lo I love that pick there in the 11th round, Theo. Apparently, you have not heard of Tristan Ebner, um, Andrew. <laughs> ba Baylor guy. Baylor guy. Yeah. So, just so I'd throw that out there. Yeah. And uh, former – Two people have heard of him. Go Go district, go district guest uh, Mario Puig likes him as well, Dan. So, exactly. All right, so this is an easy, this is an easy pick for me. I think I'm, I think I'm back on Ramondre at this range in the draft. I think it, if you start looking at that, I was actually looking at it today, um, you know, trying to figure out how this Patriots offense is going to be, um, and I think a lot of people are scared off of Ramondre, Ramondre Stevenson now, but I think I'm going to have exposure to him. Um, I'm happy to get Herbert and him here. I would have rather have the uh, Tyrion Davis price, but uh, I'm happy to get those two guys for my running back depth. I, I like the back-to-back. -back. I, I bring in Noah back. He, he's sprinkling some of that uh, Dallas Cowboy flavor into his his uh, his roster with Prescott and then comes back with what feels like a free square in the tight end zone with Noah Fant. You, you hope he's getting that volume out there in Seattle. How do you feel about your two uh, later picks, Noah? Well, like I've, I have a lot of Noah Fant in Dynasty because I think he's a very good player. But um, I was not happy when, you know, I, at first I, I was like, Russell Wilson got traded to Denver. This is awesome for, for Noah Fant. And I was like, oh, and Noah Fant went back to Seattle. So he's still, he's still stuck with Drew Locke. That's great. So, yeah, he remains in purgatory. But, you know, he's a really good tight end talent. And to get him as late as we are in the draft right now in the 12th round, I'm, I'm fine with that. I also like what, uh, what Dave Hubbard did taking Derek Carr. It may seem like it's a little early for Derek Carr, but you know, Hubbard took Derek Carr's targets in the first and third round. So if he's really trying to build for his own upside, it makes a lot of sense for him to take Carr there because he's got Waller and he's got, um, and he's got Devontae. So that's probably a pretty unique pairing to have that stack. It's it's very unlikely to get all three of those players together. So I kind of like what he did there at the turn. Last year, Dave um, had a uh, Cincinnati stack in this same draft that he put together. And I think this is great. It's it, I completely agree with you, Noah. It's, um, he was setting it up, and it's kind of like you see it come into fruition. Um, and that could be very, very good for him. Yeah. And then as far as and taking I, Dak Prescott for me, I just think 11-11 you know, is probably a 
I mean, it was just an ADP thing there. Dak Prescott should be going earlier than that, even in this format. So I was fine taking him there. I don't really have a stack to go with him, but uh, I, th- I think just taking him loan makes sense there with a little bit of rushing upside. He's kind of one of those quarterbacks that you can take a loan without a stack and still feel comfortable about it because he's going to probably spread it around. You know, you want you want Lamb if you can, but if you miss him, you're still fine taking uh, Prescott yeah. in the eleventh. Yeah, I think their offensive line is going to be better and their defense is going to be worse. So that's a, a little bit of a recipe for some positive regression for good old Dak Prescott. Stats and information in turn has an update. Courtesy of Fancy Mojo, <laughs> subscribe. Cheap, great, you'll love it. They've got a he has a stack explorer uh via what tableau here. Um anyways, it's it's <laughs> great. Um 74 drafts have gone off through 528. There are two teams that have the Waller Adams Derek Carr pairing. So don't know if there's any been uh, been any more since uh five twenty-eight, but uh if not, this will be the third uh pairing nice. or the trio of these. So but I, I think team. most of those, I think most of those probably took Waller in the second round, though, right? Uh, can you tell that? Rock. Yeah. Mojo, help! Can I see it? I don't know. Yeah. Let's let's assume yes. Um, I can at least yeah. tell you. I think it looks like their their team would have been drafting out of the eight spot there, uh, which is probably okay. helpful to confirm that Noah. Yeah. Mark, big thought, love the uh, Tanyan pick there. Love Robert Tanyan. Right now, as they uh, uh, no, and not non fantasy football because that's basically what I I'm here for. Are you in the <laughs> you're in the Dallas area, yeah? Uh, yes, I, I'm in the area. Nice. Any uh, any any good food recommendations, beer recommendations, other stuff around you? Give 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 one two, and if you're feeling squirrely, three. And if you need to think um, about, it, we'll, we'll a- Andrew's got an expense account, so don't hold back. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, I, I, I like make all of my own food and yeah. I don't yeah. drink much. But I mean, Never if you're lost. just no, you sound like my, you sound like my wife right now. All right, what, 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 oh, do, yeah. what do your friends say? Uh, I mean, it depends on what you're looking for. If you're looking for a good German Give me experience, a, steak, a steakhouse, a barbecue, and a oh, wild man. card. Give me a wild card. A happy I, I don't mean to put you on the spot. I, I didn't mean to give you too much thinking about food in Dallas and Dallas and the fantasy football. Yeah, I don't. I don't really go out at all. Honestly, all right. um, I cook. I, I cook all my own food. I smoke my own meats. Like I, I, I do my own barbecue. Um, did you do anything over Memorial Day weekend? Yeah, you, yeah. I, I did. Uh, I, I made a bunch of spare ribs. You know, Love it was it. a good time. Love yeah. it. Wheeler's asking about the La Quinta out there in Dallas. You, La Quinta. you, you, you didn't, you didn't see the cheesecake, <laughs> the, the, the fancy ass cheesecake that I got from the La Quinta Club Lounge. <laughs> it's great. I Dance did it. not. It's, no, it's awesome. no. We, yeah, well, you, you didn't you, ask. No, Wheeler did. I wasn't putting you on the spot for that one. Wheeler, Wheeler was asking that. You are up next. Well, if you're right. in the if you're in the Dallas area, I can make you anything that you want, food wise. Right. So I'm gonna, just, come, I'm gonna just, come by. All right, sounds good. Just stay, I live I live right by the star. Dan in Frisco. Dan, okay. I'm gonna try to take Cowboys us back play. onto the rails. Uh, Evan yeah, Ingram, please, my God, my God, Evan, somebody save me. <laughs> Evan Ingram plays. You know, is is on. A, I know you. I know one of your favorite targets uh, at the tight end position to tag up with your other uh, favorite, Mister Komet, and then talk us talk to us about uh, Hassan Haskins as well. Yeah, so Haskins is. Uh, he's just a play on uh, Derrick Henry. Uh, you know, 
being around that age where we sometimes see the breakdown and, uh, you know, also having a lot of carries with there was, you know, some of his efficiency stats last year, uh, hinted that he might be starting to break down. So I, I'm just kind of trying to grab some, uh, you know, some running backs here that are one, you know, one injury away type running backs, uh, because, my running backs, uh, Connor Montgomery and Dylan, are their buys are round 13, round 14, or uh, week 13, week 14, week 14. So I'm, I'm going to need some running backs to step up by then. Uh, so I'm trying to grab guys I think might have a decent chance of doing so. Uh, but we'll see what happens. I mean, you know, there's, there's also a great chance that uh, TDP and Haskins could both be long gone from my squad by the time week 13 or 14 roll around. So we'll see what happens. I brought in Scoundrel back. Uh, we're we're oh. into the, the double digits. Sorry, Andrew. Uh, and, and also, if I may, um, Heart 8 Barbecue in Dallas is uh, pretty good. <laughs> nice. So, there we go. There yes. it is. There yeah, it they, is. They have, a, they have a, like probably four or five locations around the, the DFW Metroplex. For prefer no chains, but local chains I can handle, Dan. There you go. Guys, if you're in the chat, you're watching right now, we appreciate any smashing of the like button. Subscribe. We're, we're here all off season, all season long, 365. We bring the goatness all year long to help you guys win your fantasy football. Scoundrel, how are you feeling about it? What are you doing in these later rounds? Double digits. Usually, what are you looking for? Stacks? You looking to fill positions? What's your strategy in these later double digit team rounds? Uh, last couple of rounds, I'm really reaching, but it's wide receivers went so fast in this one I, sh I should have known by now but uh yeah a lot of guys that i was targeting went around two earlier than usual so i'm having to reach for guys that uh i mean i'm sitting there looking at what's left in the in the queue and it's just nope don't need another quarterback nope don't need this all right so i'm gonna reach for crowder at a round and a half really why not so um i'm Pretty happy with my running backs, but uh, reaching for uh, and I like yeah. Olave a lot. Doubled him up with Landry. One of them's going to emerge as the number one guy. So um, I, like I don't that. know who Winston's going to latch on to, but I took Landry, pair him with Olave, and figure out who that's going to be. And uh, Crowder, I really like. I've been it took him a little early, but Crowder's a big favorite of mine this year. He's always been. I've always been a Crowder stan, um, but I. I think he's uh, as good, if not better, than Beasley, and uh, he's walking into a hell of a situation. So, um, yeah, wide receivers getting tough here. It's uh, it's getting to be slim pickings now. So, Andrew, I know uh, when I first uh, signed up for that Rotoviz Triflex, yes. I know I, I know you start way more receivers, and, and it's a different dynamic uh, when you're looking at the roster bills in the starting lineup. However, I feel like that's kind of the trend on the FFPC and, or is that anywhere? Is that just across the board right now where you think you're good at receiver and then next thing you know, the cliff just drops and you're like, Holy shit, Jarvis Landry, Jamison Crowder. God, not to, not to, to point out scoundrels picks, but just to give an example. No, I, I mean, I think, I think it happens quick and I, I'll actually, I, I will use somebody on the opposite side of the board of scoundrel to, to make a better point of, uh, if I look at, and hopefully I'm not giving everyone seizure with the scrolling, <laughs> but uh, Hubbard, Team 12, right? I, I, I love what he did. He got one, two, what, five running backs on the first, running backs, 
wide receivers in the first seven rounds. I think what's so interesting is, uh, you know, obviously he's a Pollard guy, but I probably would have continued because these are really good running back names that you like. And you probably like, like, you know, four of these guys or maybe Pollard and, and three of them. But if I'm looking at some of these names now, again, that we're down to the Jacoby Myers and the Robbie Anderson, KJ Osborne, like I, I just don't want to be taking wide receivers in this range, like at all. Like I think that there's great fun dart throws that I think Dan was alluding to. Hey, if they're off your roster by the, by week one, two, three, whatever it is, like, you know, right away and you might as well be dumping them. So I, I really think that like, you know, for, for me, it's just, Hey, hey, I'd rather load up at the beginning or, you know, and I don't have to be a freak about the zero RB thing, but I just, that cliff falls off so fast where you're just getting the guys you feel like are, are pretty replaceable on that waiver wire. Uh, and I just want to be spending the fab money on uh, on guys like that. Super replaceable. That's that's kind of why I asked the question. All right, we, we, we've we got a, a goat in the house. we got to bring him in. He's the man, the legend, the Abib. What's up, brother? <laughs> hey, what's up, fellas? Oh, hey, Dave, what's going on? Number one, Dan, I hate you. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. You hate him for which, which picks, plural? Oh, man, yeah, which picks. Uh, the Russell Gage pick hurt. Uh, there were okay. a number of wide receivers that um, I was hoping uh, were going to make it back to me after I had accidentally had chosen uh, Hunter Renfro. Uh, but oh, this uh, was an accident. Say what? Yeah, he was. Well, he was in the queue, and I thought I was clicking on Miles Sanders, and uh, actually clicked on Hunter. It. I mean, I think probably in the end, it I probably is needed. You know, uh, it's kind of you know within Hunter Renfro's realm of possibilities of producing as a wide receiver too. So. Uh, it, it ended up, you know, probably is what my team needed, but yeah. I thought either Sky Moore was going to make it back to me. I was fairly confident Kadarius was going to make it back to me. Uh, and then, you know, they all just sort of kind of went off the board. Um, uh, but, uh, yeah, tough draft. Just, I mean, it's, this is fun. This is a lot of fun. Uh, I think, you know, no one is giving up anything easy, uh, which is why you saw me take Ertz in the eighth and, uh, Kittle in the fourth and Josh Allen in the fifth. I think, you know, first share of Kittle, first share of Josh Allen. Uh, so, but I didn't want to let those guys slide and and let someone else uh, reap the benefits. So, uh, you know, playing a little bit deep end here as well. Yeah. It, uh, you know, just to tell you how hard it is to get in this league, I think, Abib, what you, you won and you still didn't get the invite to it. It took a, a second wind, a second <laughs> wind for you to invite to the league, right? <laughs> Tough. Yeah. So this is this is what year year two for you, year three for you, year two. Yeah, uh, year two, year two year actually. Two. Okay, yeah. very nice. And I can't even tell you who won last year because I was so pissed that I didn't win. So <laughs> luckily, luckily he's not on right now, but I think he's a member of the goat district. So uh, Abib, I keep yeah. taking this 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 hosting type gig just so I can maybe get an invite one year. So you know, uh, <laughs> yeah, Deo yeah. jokes that that you know he didn't even know you were coming on, but uh, just real quick, guys, first and fifteenth, go check it out later. This episode is so recently good. so yes. good. I just feel like you guys, I hope like our listeners feel the same way. I feel like you guys just talk about shit. I want to listen. I want to listen to it. <laughs> talk about myself. You know what I mean? I love it, man. It's a good job. Yeah. Yeah. That's a credit to uh, Dale, you know, because it's like, you know, we all kind of listen to everyone, you know, Goat. And, uh, we listen to you know, McFarland, The Hustle. I mean, just, you know, you know, anyone we you can kind of get our, next. our uh, you know, our heads, our hands on. Uh, but so we didn't want to kind of like, you know, repeat now, what was out there. On the clock. Um, take a pick right here. Uh, cover your noses. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, but uh, yeah, so we, you know, we just, you know, we didn't want to kind of talk with and talk about what everyone else was kind of covering already. Uh, you know, you guys do it so well. So we just wanted to add something a little bit different. And Dale does a great job of just kind of coming up with topic ideas because we'll kind of say, oh, let's talk about this division or let's talk about these rankings. He's like, he's like, no, <laughs> he's like, let's talk about something that, you know, we can, well, we can kind of add to the fantasy community. So large and large is really just a kind of a discussion, but I'm glad that, uh, you know, it's bringing some enjoyment to, uh, to those who listen. Yeah, huge. Big so, fans. So who's uh, winning this draft? Who's winning this draft so far? Well, I, I was going to ask you, A, <laughs> if you have an opinion on that, but B, I know you talk about how you're kind of already addicted. You're already jumping in a bunch of these. How does this yeah. draft differentiate from the ones you've done so far? So, and this was the tough thing because right off the bat, I knew going into this draft, I did not want to draft a quarterback within the first eight rounds. I wanted to fill out all of my flex spots, you know, all of my startable, you know, my uh, positional spots. Uh, but Josh Allen in the fifth, I, you know, I just, you know, I don't think I had a share of Josh Allen last year because of how early he was going. So I was like, yeah, you know, what? Well, let me just get, you know, I can knock off one QB, not have to worry about, you know, uh, picking up a second QB and ideally have the highest, you know, position, you know, scoring, uh, you know, QB within the, uh, within the league. So that'll hopefully help cover some ground there. But, and then I also had Kittle, I think going, tight end and quarterback that early really really hurts even in a tight end premium you really are just kind of fighting from behind uh so you're seeing with these some of these picks uh i'm just you know i'm trying to find that wide receiver one wide receiver two guys who have a potential uh but uh it's different yeah from other because in other drafts i think i would have been able to get away with it because guys like Adarius, guys like russell gage i would have been able to snag up in the eighth and ninth round yeah. Uh, so, you know, this league, I think, uh, you know, you, as you guys can probably attest to it, uh, really kind of resets the ADP. I feel like this is where I, you know, where likely a majority of these guys should be going. You'll see a, guy, a few guys fall here and there, but I think this is probably going to be closer to what ADP looks like uh, as we get closer to the season. Yeah. Uh, and that's it. You have less wiggle room, right? Yeah. If you make oh, yeah, that wrong absolutely. turn, you, you got less options with, with this drafting. And I, I, I say it, it almost like taking the quarterback and the tight end to me free, frees me up to be able to just go after the running back and wide receiver. But you kind of had the opposite reaction here, Abib. You, you kind of felt like you were, I don't think you used the word scrambling, but I think you, you know, whatever you use, like, you know, searching, you, you, were, you were trying to get um, the running back wide receiver to fill out. You, you didn't feel kind of like free and, and let, let the board open to you. After you went Kittle, Allen, you, you felt a little bit more of a squeeze than normal. Is that just because of the draft room you were saying, or is that just uh, in general? Yeah, no, hundred percent. I think it's more so the draft room than uh, okay. anything else. Because I think you know if you're if you're in you know for, for the most part, pretty much all the other drafts I've been in, I think I would have been able to you know take these chances. Or I'll call mm-hmm. them risk. Uh, if if I draft someone like a you know a Kelsey or a Mark Andrews, I don't worry so much about it. Uh, I like Kittle. I like the idea of uh-huh. uh, him producing, yeah, but you, you know, there's a lot of question marks there. So it's not a position where I can just feel like, okay, you know, this is a lock. Uh, I don't have to worry about it. He's going to produce high. It's, it's, it's a position where I should be able to win over the majority of the field. I think yeah. that's the case, but I'm just not as certain. Uh, so at least with Josh Allen, I, you know, I feel like, uh, like, you know, I feel I'm, pretty good. About that. Yeah. Uh, let's see where we're going to go here. We'll let you pick. We got, uh, we got hub hub in the house. How you feeling about your draft, man, so far? We're, we've been uh, complimenting the roster the so far. What's up, boys? It's going all right. 12 holes, you got to take some chances in the 12 hole of these drafts, and especially in a tough room like this. 
but pretty pleased with how it turned out. Yeah, you you you, you got several guys. I was hoping we're going to make it back around the short turn to me, and uh, yeah, it's it's been rough watching you draft over there, Hub. I've done it. We've done a ton of these drafts where I have Billy. Billy's going to join the show in a minute too. I think he's doing. We reason I couldn't join now because we were doing the doing the same thing with his stream over on the other one. And um, the Juju, I own zero Juju, but I've never. I've done like. 50 drafts I've never seen Juju there. I swore I wasn't going to own Juju, so I, we own one share. I own one share of Juju this year. Uh, but um, he's not a guy that I went in looking to draft. It just went that way. So, Dan, we have a full green room. I'm going to bring in Billy. Yep. And we're going to bring you back in a couple minutes, brother. Mr. Muzio. What up, boys? How are you? Hey, Billy. What's going on? You are among goats, as you could see on the screen. Uh, you got a beeb in the house, our boy Hub. Oh, you got you to drop the sound emoji. Come on. Yeah, yeah, you're calling me out. Calling me out. I'm rusty, man. I've been off for a week and a half. A little, a little rusty over here. There it is. There it is for all the goats in the house. How are you feeling about this draft? I know you draft a shit ton. You talk to these guys on the regular. How do you feel it? Is it as expected or any surprise so far? No, I think it's gone uh, as expected. Dave and I had contemplated uh, what we were going to do on the one-two turn because that one-two turn kind of sets up the rest of your draft from the 12-hole. And after the board fell the way it did, we decided to um, just start double wide receiver and then open up the board for us later and paint it green. And and, um, we're higher on ETN than a lot of folks are, and we, we pushed him up the board. Uh, the team was unique with Adams, Lamb, and Waller to start. It's the only team in the tournament so far with those three. Um, ETN as well makes it unique on top of it, but the first three picks were unique, and then um, we got some good value. Juju was about almost two rounds later than ADP. Uh, James Cook was almost two rounds later than ADP, and we had contemplated even taking Mac where we took Gainwell and eventually pushed Mac down because we both own so much of Mac. So it, it worked out nicely. Uh, we've had some players fall to us. Noah's definitely took us on a couple. Um, saved us, I think, once, but has also uh, took took us on once or twice. And and I, overall, the board has been falling pretty pretty well for us. All right, I'm changing the layout on the fly here with a district. We, you know, on the fly, man, just like the draft, right? I mean, we're like yeah. water, right, Andrew? Mm. Like water, Bruce Lee. Water. Bruce so Lee. Up next. Yeah, pr- pr- production intern says we got to figure out the way to get the comments not covering up the bottom person's face. I think I just, I just did it. See, I'll throw one on right here. There you go. Oh my goodness! That's, there it is. Good I job, just production out. intern. Now, you, now <laughs> you just have to maneuver the draft board in the background. <laughs> figure it out all right i'll figure that one out yeah billy what wine are you drinking tonight anything uh i'm done with it but it was everett ridge (laughs) (laughs) nice nice Nice. i i I asked the questions that matter here on this stream yes yeah that was a wine we got the store it was uh sixty dollars online and we were selling it for 6.99 a bottle on the clock nice so kickers are starting to come off the board, guys. We're in the 17th round of this thing out of 20 rounds. Abib, before we uh, we let you off, always a blast having you on, brother. A- anything, anything? Uh, maybe a tip tip for anyone listening when they're doing these FBGs uh, coming from a back-to-back champ? Uh, just, you know, I think it's very, very important to have a good sense of who you're going to be drafting from basically rounds 10 through 20. 
you're going to have a good sense of what the, the players, you know, in the first half of the draft. But then kind of when you get to this back half of the draft, uh, you know, if you're not really comfortable with the these players, you're going to find yourself kind of scrambling. And towards the end, you know, after you've done about three or four drafts, you're going to look back at those first couple and think, you know, man, why did I draft that player? Or I'm really not high on them. So uh, I think me doing, you know, whether I'm right, right or wrong, I feel comfortable. You know, guys like Robbie Anderson and Corey Davis. Normally I'm drafting these guys in uh, rounds 18 and 19. But uh, in this type of league, I just didn't even want to, you know, chance it. Uh, you, you see guys like Devin Duvernay already going off the board. So uh, try, you know, but, you know, me kind of having some comfort level with those guys, at least uh, I don't feel as bad, uh, you know, when I get to these later rounds and have to click the button on some of these names. So I think I think it's important to kind of just know the entire player pool or uh, the majority of it. So you, so you can kind of win in these later halves. Words of wisdom from at is it Skywalker? 2000. 2000. Yeah. There you go. Billy. Yeah. See, Bill, <laughs> Billy's a professional. I, I just do this on the side, man. Just, you know, thanks for coming on. I appreciate yeah, it, brother. Thanks for having me. You guys have a good night. Good to see you, B. Hey, Dave, we're, uh, we're in the batter's box. We're on deck now. Yep. I would not, we need another receiver. I think I like, uh, I like just taking the, uh, just taking Dallas defense. Okay. And Brandon McManus or Harrison Butker, either kicker you want. Okay, we could do that. I'm also hey, hey Noah, right. you can't take either of those two players now. That's the right. um, Yeah, I wasn't mm-hmm. planning on it, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> right, you, you can take them if you want to. We'll, we'll, we'll adjust. <laughs> I'm also. I'd also be fine pushing up uh, James Washington too if you wanted to. Uh, we got. I like the the defense kicker combo. Those are both solid. Yeah. My only problem with Butker is though they always go for it on fourth down. Okay, take McManus then. Okay, let me just look at correlation real quick. So Kansas City and Denver. So Kansas City has Texans, Seahawks, Broncos, and Denver has Cardinals, Rams, Chiefs. Um, we don't this really is how the sausage of... gets made, folks. This is, yeah, this is exactly. <laughs> we it. don't don't have a lot of correlation. Okay, we'll just take those two. I think we can. We'll just push the. We don't need a receiver as much. Nope. Okay, we'll push those two. I don't think I've ever seen Hubbard. Backstage, actually, in person. Hi, well, really? hey, yeah, I don't think I don't think we've actually ever talked. How you doing? Hey, Todd. How you doing, man? Good, man. Nice I, didn't even, I can't even see you, but I know it's you by your voice. I listen to your pod. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, <laughs> my eyes are bad. Yeah. As a um, as I, a streamer, I'm a pretty good uh, voice. But I immediately hold, knew it was you by your voice. That's pretty hold good. up. Can, can I just ask for one squat from Noah, real quick? <laughs> Squat. I was gonna comment, I was gonna comment on, on the workout. Come on, Noah, back. do it! One squat, Noah. Let's one go. One second. I just, I'm on the clock. Uh, let me Stack let me get a let me get a pick. Knock it out here. Hey, be, be good. Right. Noah will crush it. Yes. Chair too. You have to move the chair too. There we go. <laughs> I'm about to see some Eckler action here. Some barking. Dude, Noah's looking cut, man. <laughs> oh, look at that. Oh, shit, live on. We should big screen this thing. Hold on. <laughs> there we go. Look at this dude. There it is. Putting in some work. This is how he drafts. This is how he chooses who he's going to pick. Live from Dallas, from the bunker. Each slot is a different player. He's thinking about his next prop bet, his next over-under, as he stacks. Every plate plate he adds is another player. 
Look at this. This is how it's done, guys. First, first you heard the hub and the muzio. You, you notice he didn't hesitate one second to show off. <laughs> <laughs> Todd, Todd about... there, look at this, the, uh... You don't get this every day. See, I, I probably would have just died picking up that plate at this point. <laughs> Like, like that play, the one, yeah, he's got, he's got on, on the bar, that would have been about it for me. That's a pretty sweet set, actually. He's got 245s. I thought those were like attached on a, on like a trail. That thing's pretty sweet. It's free weights. Nice. Oh, yeah. Wow. Nice little cage action. I like it. All right. Here we go. Oh, here it is. Here it is, guys. You don't get this anywhere. I'm telling you right now, it smashed the legs all kinds right now. <laughs> Look. Oh yeah. Just guys <laughs> being dudes. Oh, it's beautiful. Oh, he's doing more oh, than wow! one. Oh, <laughs> the regular work. We need we need to get uh, Brock Lesnar to um I mean OG to uh <laughs> you know, we we need like this show to devolve into basically <laughs> Noah versus uh OG hey. uh, I mean Theo. We need a. This show really should have been nothing more than Theo and Noah flexing between picks. <laughs> this is this is no one right. That a boy Noah. That was great. Uh, <laughs> we'll we'll lift on command. Hey man, for my next <laughs> show, for my, for my next show, I'm going to practice getting out of my chair. <laughs> All right. And um, you know, I think that that is an athletic feat to almost uh, you know match Noah's at this point. Yeah. I could I could have loaded more up, but I don't have any warm up done, Next and time. I don't Next have uh, don't have my belt on. So I thought just about figured I'd go a like second quarterback with Watson, and I didn't. And you know, um, boy, Austin, Austin, a uh, couple times, man. Uh, Austin's gotten some nice value in this draft. I feel like we just got a TMZ exclusive right there. I don't know. Andrew, how are you feeling about uh, the squats? No, that was, that was great. But I, I like the statement that could, could have been more if I had only warmed up. So that's a, that's a, <laughs> that's a we have to prep in advance type of thing. So I, I'm I don't think here. I met Shelly before either. And we, and we uh, co-managed teams for two years. Yeah. We did a, we did one podcast last year together. Did we? Yeah. Okay. Sorry, it was though. the stream? Theo's in the house uh, joining us. I, I feel Theo, like where's your bar? I feel like he's been stretching uh, in the sidelines. Right? I mean, come on, buddy. You can't let Noah just dominate <laughs> you like that. No, my stuff is in the basement. I was I'm very impressed with by by Noah's See, that's the commitment, though. That's the commitment we need from you, though. We need you to bring that shit upstairs. Say, listen, <laughs> wife, you know, I do streams, I need to show off. You know, we need to pay to the bills. Maybe we'll get some. Uh, I'll get. A, I'll get a video, and, and JD can uh, can tweet it tomorrow. But uh, leg day is tomorrow. Today was. Uh, today, <laughs> today I did. I got a little bench in before the uh, the yeah. draft here. Nice. But, um, nice. Uh, Next, let's make it deadlift day. Let's just let's, let's do some deadlifts. <laughs> let's do some like five oh fives. That's it, man. That's it. Make All right, guys. We're the... Sorry, yeah, I, I'm impressed by the the. Is that is that a buffalo bar back there, Noah? On, on your on your setup um i don't know if it's called a buffalo bar but i just it's an awesome i just shady great production yeah. work <laughs> that's awesome. yeah it's it's, it's a awesome. it's a nice bar it's it's i call it a yoke bar 
So I don't, yep. I don't know what other people call it, but it's a yoke bar. I, I and, call it a uh, bar. Just yeah, a, it's, got the, it's got the shoulder pads. <laughs> I use my other bar just for deadlifts and, you know, overhead stuff. So, so, so basically what Noah is saying is, guys, when you're drafting, make sure you're exercising, you're moving, you're lifting. Right. Just the, the more you lift, the better you're going to drop. You got to sure. get the, the blood moving to the brain. Love it. Yeah, you got to clear the mind. So one question I, uh, I think I asked, maybe, uh, maybe Todd last year, definitely Billy, actually came from, uh, from, from Hub um, and Nelson. But from uh, 2020, 2019, it was like, like what's, your, what's your, like, hey, I'm seeing some, someone else smarter than me draft some of these dart throws, especially as we come up with this 19th, 20th round. You know, I remember being in the drafts with some of these guys. Um, you know, many of them are on the stream of the Eno Benjamins, the Lynn Bowdens, and now some of these don't work out, but some of them are the Elijah Mitchells, and they do hit. Um, as we get into this 1920s, so that way you stop giving away some secrets. Who are some of these guys that you're eyeing? Of hey, this is somebody who's really smart, and they just took a a good flyer that I like, and I'm going to copy that on my next draft. So you can either comment on a, an upcoming pick that you're about to make here in the last rounds, or a pick that's already happened. I don't know. I don't know if you guys have some favorites of the uh, of the rookies or the second year players that you're seeing here in this this end game section. Well, you know what? Well, real quick, sorry guys, we're on the clock, real quick, and then we can answer that. Yeah, yeah, please, uh, Dave. Man. I I misclicked last time. Apparently, clicked James Washington over Dallas, but that, so fine. we we need a defense. New England's on the board still. New England, Pittsburgh, or Baltimore. I'm fine with either one. Okay, I lean New England, and okay. then pick them. And then the and last then, pick, he just asked the question. We're gonna take my favorite player. That's uh, rarely drafted, but we're going to draft him on every team I can. Uh, Ty Chandler. Oh, I love I it. like Chandler, too. There you go. I love it. Well, I think I called it S Somebody Knows Something, or I, I don't know, whatever whatever dumb segment I came up with it. But I, I just I just love watching these these later-round picks of, of who's doing what. And then, you know, of course, you know everyone copies someone, and all of a sudden Ty Chandler is going to be a, a 15th-round pick um, by August before you know it. So uh, I don't know if you guys want to go around the room. or if, if no one wants to answer, that's fine, too. If, I want to just shout them out. Uh, who, who's your favorite end game pick that uh, you like from other people? Why don't we do? Why don't we do this, Andrew? Yeah. We'll uh, we've got some people waiting that we want to get by. Oh by yeah, yeah. Before we uh, before we yeah. close this out. So no, no, we'll we'll as we let people out. Noah, you've been super generous. I mean, you've done more on the screen than I've probably done all week. Uh, <laughs> so we appreciate your time, your uh, your your strength, and uh, maybe quick words of wisdom uh, for anyone drafting these tournaments or or answer uh, Andrew on the way out. Yeah, I think that one of the picks that I like that's, um, you know, as an example of what you just talked about was Theo taking Julio Jones. You know, he's not on a team right now, but that could end up being a good pick for him. Um, it's a nice swing for the fences. It's, you know, if, if you end up having to drop him, I mean, he's your last pick of the draft. So mm -hmm. it's an easy drop if he doesn't get signed by anybody. And, you know, we're in week three and you've got to drop somebody. I mean, it just makes sense to take a guy like that that, you don't need him to do anything for you, but he could. So, you know, I, I like taking shots on players like that where, you know, maybe there is something left in the tank or, you know, like a guy like Ty Chandler, for example, a guy that ha uh, does, hasn't shown anything yet but has a lot of upside. You know, I, I like those kinds of picks late in drafts. But uh, just I think with this type of setup, obviously this league is a little different because we're all going to be very competitive on the waiver wire and you're not going to have anybody – probably run away with this league but um with this format just don't get in the way of your own upside you know if if you're making picks you know if, if you're handcuffing yourself for example you're probably 
hurting your chances of winning the overall contest. So just make sure that you're building for your best possible outcome. For me, I, you know, I want to give credit to Nelson and, uh, and hub, you know, when we started this whole thing, um, you know, it was kind of really eye opening to see this whole other world that existed because I never wanted to put that much money into fantasy football, to be honest. Um, and, you know, if you look at my board, a lot of it is what I learned from those guys. Um, you know, it's mixed in a little bit with, um, you know, the whole win the flex, you know, get the get the wide receivers. But, um, you know, Nelson told me something last year that that really stuck with me, which is and I just took Donovan Peoples Jones because I think it's better to take a guy you think who has a shot rather than a guy, you know, just taking like I was also looking at Justin Jackson. Um, but the, the key thing that he said to me is, look, in these FBGs, you don't want more than five or six wide receivers. You know, you don't want to, you, you, you know, especially when you draft in this early, you want to take those deep flyers and hope that it pays off at the running back position. So I, I want to shout uh, out to those guys because I'm constantly trying to get better. And I've learned a ton from those guys and applied it. And that's one way that I've done it. Love that. Love yeah, that's a, that's on brand, uh, Dan. I think with kind of with the the narrow receiver position, right? With uh, mm -hmm. you know, it's it's nice to hear some of the goats are are rocking that style. Todd, love the uh, words of wisdom and uh, the shout out to the hub and and the, some of the legends of the game. We appreciate your time tonight. You're you're uh, you're always closest to my heart. First guy to ever let me on the air on a pod, and and I'll uh, always be uh, grateful for that. So thanks for hanging out with us tonight. Let no the worries, big, guys. Uh, and, uh, we'll see you out there, and hopefully I uh, I don't have to wear a don a, don a dino uh, dildo outfit at the end of the year. <laughs> at Best Ball NFL, thank Coming you. Coming your way, Todd. Good job. Noah, we appreciate you, brother. Thanks a lot. Next time we'll do the over under on on the weight you're lifting and the amount of squats. Uh, We'll set that uh, before we go live. Appreciate you, man. Depending on what you said, it it'll affect what I left. So <laughs> <laughs> it'll be blind. Thanks, brother. Mister Hubbard, yes, uh, sir. I appreciate you and uh, Muzio giving a little backstage uh, action, and always appreciate you guys hanging with us in the district. Uh, any words of wisdom? I know you do a bunch of these, and you're very successful in the high stakes games. Uh, I'm sure our listeners would would love to hear a nugget. Just if you get in these things, grind, man. A lot of people give up after two weeks. I've had teams that didn't start out well that uh, caught fire, and a lot of people give up. So if you're going to put your money in only do one or two teams, don't quit during the league. Keep grinding. And take the time to listen to the GOAT District and the Deep End Fantasy and Billy Musio. There's a lot of resources out there that make you a lot better player than drafting four quarterbacks, three quarterbacks, and just burning your money against guys that are – uh, just frankly better than you because they, they, they spend more time at it. They do more research. They they have the right resources. So if you get in a couple of these, keep grinding. You, that's how you get better. Even if you don't ultimately win the league, you might improve for the next year when you have a, a little more money invested. So keep grinding. Appreciate that. Billy, anything to add to your, uh, your partner in crime and remind the peeps where all your goodness is because you're always dropping all of it. Yeah, just don't be afraid to be unique. Right. Go out and build something that is different from the rest of the crowd. Go out and build something that is different from ADP, whether that means you're pushing somebody up the board or you're taking value on another player. And you may not even like the player 
like Juju, for instance, Dave and I are both <laughs> fading Juju, but where we got him, it's a value and you want to make sure that you're building unique teams. So don't be afraid to go outside the box. Don't be afraid to kind of fade ADP and, and, and be unique. So, um, yeah, and you can find me. I'm on full-time fantasy as well. So thank you boys for having us and appreciate the time to be able to come on. Thanks a lot, guys. Good talking with you. Yeah. Appreciate good draft, Billy. Good draft, yep. Dave. Hey, good, good, good reminder. We need the uh, unique is sometimes a euphemism for shitty t-shirts too. <laughs> T-shirt intern doesn't forget. But I do, I do agree with Billy's sentiments. It's just a obviously a great t-shirt idea. That's a mil- million dollar t-shirt idea. Scoundrel, you've uh, been generous with us this entire draft from the one spot, uh, just creating a, a, a nice art piece there with that roster. Any last <laughs> comments or tidbits uh, for the listeners? No, it was. Uh, this is about how I expected it to go. Didn't learn my lesson from the last couple of years of grabbing <laughs> the wide receivers early enough, but uh, it's always a blast drafting with these guys. And yeah, just like everybody else is, there's so many resources out there. And I love this podcast myself. So uh, let's do it quite often while I'm hiking. Nice. Uh, yeah. yeah, appreciate that. Yeah, Dan, absolutely. Dan's flow will absolutely. definitely make you flow and make Thanks you go. Thanks for having right. it, having me on, and uh, good luck, gentlemen. Appreciate yeah, good you, luck to you too. Good draft, right. scoundrel. Yeah, that like what a what a star-studded lineup tonight in the draft. Theo, great job lining all this up. The guys coming in, uh, we actually looked like we were semi-professional with the flow of it. I, I, I hope so, anyways. And hopefully, uh, the peeps got a uh, you know out there in fantasy land got it, some good tips. The tournament, a roster build. Any comments? Uh, I'll go to you, uh, Dan, first, and then we'll go around. We, I like to leave Theo last because he reminds me who's coming up next. I haven't checked the schedule uh, recently, but Dan, this was a ton of fun. I know you love drafting with these guys. What are your, your thoughts on it uh, as we close it out? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, tough draft for sure. Um, I, had to, I had to kind of scrape together a different strategy than, uh, than what I was hoping to, to start with, but um, – I don't know. I may be too heavy on rookies. I may be too heavy on tight ends, but um, I I feel like I'm probably going to be throwing a tight end in my flex fairly frequently. And uh, I just need one of those rookie running backs to come through. If I can get one of those guys to come through, uh, I, I I could be sitting all right. But yeah, there's a, it's a tough competition. And usually this draft, um, Noah kind of alluded to it, but there's not a lot of separation. Usually there's, there's one or two people who are kind of clearly ahead of the, uh, the pack at the front, and then maybe one or two people who are clearly behind, but often there isn't. I mean, you know, there's, there's usually like a, an eight to 10 man scrum in the middle to end of the draft of, you know, it's just like, you could, you could be in third place. And uh, at the end of the week, you could be in 11th place uh, just that quickly. And that's either by total points or by uh, record. So uh, it, it, it'll be interesting to see how it all shakes up. Andrew, this has been uh, a good time, man. I, I feel like I, I can't tell now if that's like uh, you have one of those backgrounds that just shows up anywhere or that's actually the La Quinta. Like I have no, but no, it man, seems like an upgrade the, from the last one. I don't know. No, that's the, that's the design here. I got, I got like a half corner room. This uh, this week, so your, your lighting is very professional. I just I got. <laughs> I never have professional lighting, so I'm really I'm really happy this this worked out this time. I had to point it out. How do you think about the draft? Uh, what do we need to do to get into it next year? And uh, any closing words? No, I've I I just I, I've got 2025 circled on my calendar for me. I think <laughs> it, you could be uh, 
before me. We're trying to slowly add people in, but Theo and I don't have any more pull than anybody else. That's the problem. So yeah. <laughs> <I like that. laughs> it's, it's kind of like, oh, well, uh, we'll try. No, I'm, I'm, I'm Dwayne, Dwayne, Dwayne McFarlane took the opening this year. So it was, yeah, you uh, got to give it to Dwayne, man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah I got to give it to Dwayne and um, I'll be, I'll be interested in, uh, in, in talking to Dwayne and seeing what he thought about his build. But I mean, it was awesome. It's like the start of the summer. Um, this draft, um, it just, you know, from here on out, it's just, it's just nonstop. I'll have teams with, with Dan teams with Andrew, uh, JD and I will, will no doubt draft a team together. Um, and it, it's just it's just nonstop from from this point forward. I mean, June one is like the official start to it. I mean, we've all been drafting best balls um, since the end of of the of the Super Bowl, essentially. Um, but now you see you know more and more drafters coming in. Um, it's exciting, um, and I think it's this is it's like a real it's like a learning lesson doing this draft because guys you were expecting to to fall to you. Um, get, you know, people, you see which guys are reaching, um, you know, some guys who, you know, you might've thought would go in a certain range. You see them falling, um, you know, like we talked about with Derrick Henry, um, when very sharp people are, are fading somebody, you might want to pay attention. Um, I think that would kind of be the, the takeaway from this draft. So some of the guys that are, that are the real fallers will be my takeaway, um, looking at this board and then looking at some of the guys like, you know, the, the bread and butter guys, the mid round guys, the round seven through 12, kind of seeing who's targeting them and, and where they went. Um, you know, a B brought up Russell Gage. Dan has brought up Russell Gage on the go district. Um, you know, guys like Russell Gage that we know are going to give us those early season points, um, seeing where they're slotting in the, the Rashad pennies, the Devin Singletary's um, that's always interesting to me. Um, when we start talking about structural builds and, you know, the way we're building our teams going back and looking at, Hmm, this is where I, I need to take a guy like that, um, you know, if I go this way. Um, so, yeah, this was awesome. This was a blast. I, I feel mentally drained, but it was uh, mentally drained in a good way. Yeah, we got we got a couple studs lined up. I know Nelson Souza's, uh, I believe, on the schedule, Theo. Hopefully I'm not throwing uh, names out that haven't yeah. confirmed. Uh, Jared no, we have back. And uh, Ian Harditz at some point will be on. Um, we'll have uh, Tommy Libretti. Um, from from the NFFC, who was the Silver Bullet and NFFC Classic winner, uh, as one we're we're gonna work out a date. Um, so we're, and we have a number of our our high stakes guys that people enjoyed listening to um, starting to get slotted in. So I mean we're gonna we're gonna have awesome guests all. I mean all spring I think we we absolutely crushed it. Uh, now that summer's here, I think we're gonna have some fantastic guests as well. So uh, Goat District is in full swing. Our drafts are in full swing. Uh, startups are in full swing scheduling drafts in full swing it's just it's just non-stop from from this point guys and it's it's awesome for sure and as the weather gets hotter that the guests will keep getting hotter and the topics will keep getting hotter if we're not hitting anything you want to hear about let us know about it you can check us out right now on video on youtube or on spotify and on your favorite platform we appreciate you guys tuning in and guys get drafting get trading get stacking and we'll check you all Woo!